0: Hey friends, do you follow us on social media? If you don't, you should. Make sure you follow us on Dabbling Dribbling on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for all of your basketball and other news needs. And of course, be sure to rate, subscribe, and comment uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts, especially on Apple Podcasts. All right, now that we're done with this business, let's get on with the show. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Um, Again, Alex, you know I have headphones on, right? (laughs)
1: yeah okay is there a problem with me leaning deeply toward the mic
0: (laughs) deeply um yeah a little bit for my ears anywho (laughs) um so welcome to another episode it's week five of the mba i believe so and before we get into all the mba nonsense because there's quite a bit of nonsense to talk about yes there is let's talk about what's going on in the world yeah what's going on with you how's life
1: life is good good i just told you about something off mic uh-huh. and i think i should plug it to our audience as mm. well if you are a podcast fan mm. of us or anyone else yes i would highly recommend though this episode is not sponsored by uh <laughs> the dollop which is an american history podcast and just search d-o-l-l-o-p they celebrated their most recent 300th episode
0: 300
1: and they made Hope it a two-parter Ooh, a yeah, two-parter. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's a two-parter, 300A and 300B. Mm-hmm. So it's a total of three hours. Ooh. And they normally cover an American historical figure. Because I'm this assuming he's dead. Is dead. They're usually deceased. They mm-hmm. kicked the bucket. Mm-hmm. And this time, they did their first person who was alive.
0: Yes, they did.
1: And I was pissed to find that it was the current sitting president.
0: It was 45.
1: Why would we even entertain this sort of debauchery? So the premise of the podcast is one guy reads the story mm-hmm. of the historical facts, and the other guy is hearing it for the first time, and they're both comedians. And if you That's just, always fun. If you just listen to the life of 45 before he became president for mm. three hours... Even if only 10% of the facts are true. It's still pretty bad. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: it's, still it's still terrible? The, the
1: racism, <laughs> you knew it was there, but not like that. And the sexism, the cheating, the affairs, the constant systematic screwing people out of money, be hmm. they immigrants. or I was just, for three hours, my jaw was on the floor. I have to go see the doctor tomorrow mm-hmm. because of, the jaw problem I have oh, from mm, now, mm. just gape oh. <laughs> all the time. So that's how I, I found that very entertaining, and so I'm just passing the tidbit along to you yeah. all. Yeah. Because it could be an, an entertaining uh, three hours that you won't be sorry. You you learned more about our current leader. Yeah. But I've, otherwise, I am just perfectly dandy. That's awesome. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm feeling a little bit better. I have an ear infection, so like- Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. Apparently, when you're 30, you can also have ear infections. You're not, only, not only five-year-olds get ear infections, but adults do, too.
1: So is it like what you had last week when you sounded like Phoebe, like you swallowed a First of a all, frog, I sounded sexy. Next. sounded like you had cotton in your nose. <laughs> and then you um, gradu- that gradually moved toward your ear connection. Well,
0: my ear, my ear situation was happening for a while, too, but now it's just the ear. A little trickle in my throat, but, okay. you know, we're making it work. Some it's, chamomile. You know, we you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, it's lemon not, spritz. Yeah, can't do much. But life is good. A little busy, but you know who isn't busy and who isn't.
1: True story. Like
0: doing stuff. So, anyway, let's get into the nonsense of this world. What's been going on?
1: Well, I thought this week mm-hmm. I heard this story right after we finished our last podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, it takes us to the other side of the world. Other
0: side of the world, okay.
1: And um,
0: other side of the Atlantic or Pacific. The, Depending on which way you want
1: to go. Well, no, you have to go one way because the earth is flat. I mean, we learned this from Kyrie. I can't. And several I li- other literally, people.
0: I literally, literally can't.
1: Apparently the earth is flat, so you really need to be careful which way you go. <laughs> You're dumb. <'Cause> the, other <laughs> side, the B side of the record is yeah. not yeah. <laughs> It <attractive>. doesn't exist. <laughs> so, anyway, there is a, um, a flight mm-hmm. that was leaving from, I believe, Kuala Lumpur. Okay. Headed to... Uh, Bali, okay. or it was it was a flight headed toward Bali,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and Doha to Bali on Sunday. Yeah, and it was on Qatar Airways.
0: Yes, I flew on Qatar. Flown on Qatar.
1: There was a couple of Iranian, uh, an Iranian husband mm-hmm. and his Iranian wife, mm-hmm. and on the flight to Bali,
0: was he? Did he fall asleep?
1: He did. Did you hear about this? I did hear about this.
0: Continue. Yes. Continue. I know exactly yes. what this I know what's going to happen. Oh, my
1: God. Falls asleep. Next to his wife. I'm assuming he took the. The
0: The, the window.
1: He probably took the window. Yeah. And she took the aisle. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, hmm, he's sleeping. What should I do? Go through his phone. Right. So she. It's an iPhone 7.
0: Mm-hmm. So she did the fingerprint.
1: So she took his thumb mm-hmm. while he was asleep and put it right on the little uh, thumb pad button yes, to get the fingerprint did. recognition. Yep. And then she just scrolled through the stories until she found what she either wanted to or did not want to find.
0: Or probably sus- was suspecting oh, was of happening. Course.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't go on there just to look at, like, right. his his... I don't know, stocks or whatever. That's not interesting. I have a
0: feeling you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, sir.
1: She finds some scandalous, salacious, cheating evidence Mm -hmm. and she loses her shit Mm -hmm. to high hell and everyone on the plane is disrupted.
0: Literally high hell because they're high up in the sky. Miles up. Miles up.
1: Kilometers if we're on the other side of the world. And the flight is so disrupted. The, (laughs) We the do an emergency trip. landing, right? We're going to India. Hey, reroute everyone. We're Damn. going to Chennai. Yeah. They land.
0: That is very different from Bali. Eastern
1: <laughs> India. All these, imagine being on a plane where you're just sleeping, ready to go to Bali. Everything's right. fine. Mm-hmm. Little do you know, just rose up. There is a woman who is... Probably beating the shit out of his... So, well, no. You don't hear it yet. She's just sliding his thumb on top of a phone. And at the second she sees... What she's looking for. Oh, I would lose my mind. You body. just hear nothing but screaming, yelling, and her punching him. And it's like...
0: I, I'm not one for assault, but uh, it's not great when you cheat on your wife. You took some vows.
1: Well, unless you have an open marriage and it was discussed. This right. seems like this, it wasn't...
0: This doesn't seem like this was open or discussed. Nope.
1: And and she had her... her uh, Mike tyson mentality going she was it, just girl. going for it and then so the pilot and the the staff decided you know for the safety of everyone on this plane <laughs> for the
0: safety we're gonna land also in India. of this man <laughs> and
1: they left and they left the couple there that's like, hilarious we're all gonna go to bali without you and so you <laughs> i just feel I'm. i just wish i had a camera on the guy to watch his face when he woke up <laughs> just his face at the airport in Chennai when he was still there. Anyway. I mean, if you're going to
0: cheat, cheat well.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Hey, guys. Out Do there, better. Also, I, I got this tip from a friend years ago. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, it's a very simple thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone should know this. But if you don't know this, on your iPhone... Mm-hmm. I assume Android devices as well have this capability, but mm-hmm. if you look in your text messages at the top, if you just scroll all the way up to the top, mm-hmm. so that you get a search bar yeah. in text messages, you know you can search a word, right? Right. So if I were a spouse who is wondering or a significant other if my partner was cheating on me, yeah. I would probably go to the search bar and search words like, dick, sexy, sex, uh, sexy, Tits. um. <laughs> Anything, titties, butt, ass. (laughs) You're doing a good job. Well done. (laughs) I've
0: just been cheated on before.
1: I know. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you've done the search? No,
0: I mean I haven't done that, but yes.
1: If you went to the search bar and put in some words that you thought like. I think my spouse would use this vocabulary. right?
0: Or I think I know who he's cheating on me with. Let me search that person's name.
1: My friend who taught me this trick said, oh yeah, you need to go and search. Mm-hmm. I say, like, oh really? And she said, yeah. So for instance, when she went to the top of hers, she typed in dick and she said, Oh my. I have several <laughs> Actually, messages if to delete. Beth says that. Well, yeah, I had to go in mine and I realized how boring I am cuz I searched everything and nothing came up. Which is another tip. Just don't be uh, sexting if you have a relationship with someone. Just don't sext anyone but them.
0: Yeah, the only time I've used the word dick is to describe a person.
1: Yeah, because to
0: a guy that I was seeing mm-hmm. and to one of our friends. I'm like, "Well, he's just a dick." Yeah, probably. So, yeah, sorry, guys. I'm not that exciting.
1: Yeah, lesson learned. So definitely be, be faithful, <laughs> be, be faithful. communicative, and don't fall asleep on planes if you've been cheating.
0: Because <laughs> uh, you're going to get caught. <laughs> just like,
1: I'm just imagining any woman listening to this podcast leaning over to their boyfriend just being like, hey, don't fall asleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I get you in your sleep. Um, I'm curious why she didn't do it like in their home. Like, she could easily do it, you know, like, he falls asleep in their home, right? Like, I would assume. Hmm. But why? Why? I'm just, why the airplane? I'm, I'm, I don't know.
1: I feel like there's something about the altitude that makes the brain more ambitious. Like, it's a lighter air, so there's less air to your brain. I just like
0: sleeping or reading in the plane, so I don't like to do more and than that. She's else.
1: probably a little unsettled maybe the in flight meal the communication at the airport probably he sent some signals at the airport where she yeah. was like this is it
0: yeah something's going down when we get she, to, knew. she knew she knew what did, she was getting you know herself what was in too. bali
1: probably the other woman ooh probably like ooh. we're going to check into the bungalow but i'll be right back in like 12 hours baby i got to go to the other bungalow i have i have
0: to do work no, anyway so
1: Man, that's news on the other side you guys are foul
0: yeah foul do better uh yes do better um so speaking of just guys are gross sometimes um drake
1: that was an isolated situation i just wanted it to be known right but before we have you, how
0: many times have we talked about guys being disgusting on this you
1: drag camp? us for filth i want it to be known i just wanted you know there's an example. article
0: that i just saw a title of like how to be a man and dealing with your shittiness. Like, essentially, it was like.
1: Can you send that to me? Yeah, I'll
0: send it to you if I have to. find I'll it. share it
1: with friends. Yeah, just but not for me.
0: Yeah, it's not for you. No, you're not shitty. We'll see. Um, I'll skim it. <laughs> you can skim it. Um, so, someone who's opposite of being, you know, insensitive mm-hmm. is uh, someone by the name of Drake or Aubrey. I believe that's oh, right. his, his real Aubrey. name. I believe his name is Aubrey. That's, that's so Drake that's recently. Tough. Um, no, he's flipping hot. Like this made, like he was always very attractive. Like he was always like an attractive person to me. Mm-hmm. After this incident, he has become like very hot to me. He's
1: like the human torch, which is on fire.
0: I mean, not like that hot, but like he, he's definitely up there in my top five. Okay. Which is, it's hard to get to. I mean, I usually have a top three and that's about it. But,
1: uh. I feel like we should. We have your, a top five. We like, all have. Yeah. Okay. We all
0: have top fives. We'll, anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. So Drake recently stopped a concert to call out a man in a crowd who kept groping women.
1: It was his concert? It Drake's was concert. Drake he was wasn't at, a, at like Lady Gaga.
0: No, he was at a concert, like at a club that clearly was like a, a smaller venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you see like he's like, like say this was a stage, like this table was a mm-hmm, stage. Mm-hmm. There's just people kind of like where you're standing, just like... People around him, Yeah. so he's tiny desk
1: concert. Yeah, it's kind MPR of yeah. Studios.
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't a PR. It was definitely a, a bit more lit. Okay. So he's singing, doing his, you know, Drake dancing, Rico Suave. Love Drake dancing. Yeah, it's, Drake dancing is the best. It's uh, it's weird. It's like corny, but so cute. he's so corny, but so I love a little it. Athletic. Yeah. Um, corny. So he's singing. He's doing his thing, and then he goes, "Yo, stop that shit!" And he tells someone off stage to cut the music. Mm-hmm. They cut the music, and he points. Straight at a man in the middle of the crowd and goes, If you don't stop touching girls, I'm gonna come out there and fuck you up. And then the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Because clearly there's a guy who is thirsty as hell in the club. We've all been there where, at least some of us women have been there. Maybe some guys too, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Where you're out in the club, you're dancing with your friends, you're dancing with your girls, and there's always this one guy that gets a little too close, yeah, sure. starts. Thinking that you want more and touches you and you back off and things like that. And Mm -hmm. hopefully you have good friends like Alex who will come sweep. um, That's our job. Sweep and be like, yo, Yo, if you don't
1: stop groping, I'm going to fuck you up.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, you've definitely said that before. (laughs) So anyway, the the crowd goes crazy. (laughs) And uh, so apparently Drake Drake continued to tirade. There's a video of him doing this. Oh, wow. And he continued to try it against the man, but it's hard to kind of tell what he's saying just because the crowd is like roasting this dude. Like they're like screaming at Drake for like mm-hmm. in a good way, like cheering. in a cheering way, yeah. because especially in light of all of the sexual misconduct that's happening yeah. or that's coming to light. It's always been happening, but that's been coming to light. It's really cool to see a guy like Drake who has who could get anyone he wants, literally. Any. What's my name? Anyway, um, <laughs> he can get anyone he wants, and he probably has. He has, you know, a type, and, you know.
1: It's, yeah, Rihanna. I mean, who Rihanna. who isn't
0: Rihanna's st- Like, who isn't? Um, like, really? Rihanna's really hot. Anywho. Um, so, if I needed another reason to, like, really
1: love Rihanna. What happened to the dude?
0: I don't know what happened to him. I think he either got kicked out or, like, he eventually left. Um, but I, want I just want to a
1: transcript of this tirade.
0: I would love a transcript. All The only thing that people, like, all of everyone that has uh, reported on this has talked about was, like, the, if you still stop touching girls, I'm going to come over there and fuck you up, was the only part nice. that was there. So thank you, Drake, for Good being job. a great ally, for knowing that that shit is not going to happen in his concerts, mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen where he goes. And so... Um, for
1: that, you are welcome to be my baby daddy. That's great. Oh, did you, Drake, um,
0: (laughs) you did not, you were surprised that I said that.
1: Well, no, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, it's just like, (laughs) and I think it's so funny that we talk about sexual harassment and then it's like, Hey. But you could totally like get this. And
0: it's like, Right, and I'm it's inviting like, you. it's, it's not, not right. harassment if I'm but like, yes.
1: If he I wanted know. it and I, I was know. there
0: and I wanted it, but that's not harassment. That is just Next
1: time Drake is around you, I'm gonna be like, Brian, you're too close. Right. You're like, <laughs> Brian, put your hands in your pockets.
0: Right. <laughs> Brian, take please have two drinks in your hand. You cannot Right, stop have mouth one breathing.
1: You. You're drooling. There's <laughs> saliva all over the floor.
0: You only I don't I don't think I've ever I mean practice flirting in front of you but i've never actually flirted
1: um a couple years ago we tried uh our friend and i remember yeah we he tried. Was, we did a quick like
0: a, a flirting one-on-one with me
1: yeah it was like a role play situation yeah. and you were uh not, not, bad. not no. bad not bad not <laughs> bad you did fine no. but we, we understood you are,
0: that you, you, are you are
1: you are kind you no you you've, <laughs> you've done good work so
0: i've gotten better
1: yeah, as we all get better <laughs> in life. And Drake, and to his credit, is better at, <coughs> better at singing than he used to be. Like, mm-hmm. you know, remember when Drake first started? He's he's become into his own. He's a confident musician and with that power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Use that voice for good. I'm I love that you shared that story.
0: Yeah, because we're going to talk about some dumb shit now.
1: That was Okay. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: It was really positive. And now we're going to talk about terrible things. Um so Al Frank Franken.
1: The Senator guy.
0: The Senator from Minnesota. 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 Um, there was an article written on uh, oh, I forgot what place that it was written, but it was by Leanne Tweeden. Leanne Tweeden is a um entertainer, I believe. Yeah, she's a wife, mom, sportscaster, model, TV host, news anchor. That's a lot. Um she, busy. yeah, she's kind of busy. She does things. Um, and you know, she she does things. So, anyway, she posted an article today actually on uh, Senator Al Franklin kissed and groped me without my consent, and it's not funny. Um, so essentially, the story goes in 2006 in December, she was on her ninth USO tour. This is obviously after 9 11 her and a bunch of people and a bunch of entertainers were going to different um, army bases and places to entertain the troops.
1: I've heard the term USO before. I'm trying to figure out what the O stands for. I don't know. I will look it up.
0: USO. I thought
1: you were going to say US Open. I was like, she's gone to seven (laughs) tennis tournaments.
0: No. Um, Go ahead. So anyway, uh, while they were there, you know, Al Franklin at the Al Franken at the time, it was a comedian. He's turned comedian into a lawmaker, um, and at the time, obviously, everything that he was writing was pretty, like lewd, and you know, geared towards a young male audience, right?
1: United Service Organizations.
0: Yes, that's what they were doing. So they he did us he wrote down a script where there was a kissing scene between him and this. Lady Leanne. Okay. And they were going to practice it. Like they were running the running the scenes uh-huh. backstage, just him and her. And he's like, We have to practice this kissing scene. Okay. And she's like, Hell, this is not SNL, which he used to write for SNL. Did. Um, this is not SNL, we don't need to practice it. And then he kept on insisting, insisting. And her plan was to always like put her hand between the, the like hand the hand thing, thing or like Ugh. whatever. Just because it's like, dude, I'm not interested. Like yeah, it's yeah. not I'm this is not of, an Oscar-worthy like movie. Yeah, this is I'm we're thinking, just being entertaining, I'm having people to laugh. I'm thinking the
1: performance.
0: With the performance of like that's what Al's thinking.
1: Well, I mean, they're gonna go in front of
0: like a bunch of potential, like mostly men, young yeah, men in the audience. Yeah. In the audience, and
1: she's gonna do the handover, and it's mouth. gonna be funny, and yeah, like so that's yeah. what she thought. Okay.
0: So she finally said yes, fine, okay, we'll practice it, and. They practice it and he, you know, usually if you're practicing like a kiss, it should be just a peck, Peck. right? Uh, It wasn't a peck. He He, like stuck his tongue down her throat and- He went
1: for the the whole- The whole- Four bases.
0: Yeah. All of, all of the Or at least the first two. The first, and so she pushed him back and said, don't you ever do that again or I'll like, I will not be nice next time. Right. And so that was uncomfortable and she was like, fine, like, I'm, I'm just gonna, like, we're gonna do our thing Keep it moving. We're not going to discuss this any further. Yeah. And then she found out, like towards the end, there is a picture actually that came <sighs> out that she saw later after they were like coming back home. You know, they've been entertaining people for weeks, and like they're. This is two thousand six. Mm-hmm. And this is a picture that was like on a CD-ROM from one of the photographers. She's was... married
1: to at this point. Do we know?
0: I do not know. Oh, okay. Here I right. don't know. All right. Um, and so, um, she is like in her vest and all these different things in this. Big plane, and she just passes out because she's like she's exhausted, so she passed out. And there is a picture of Al (gasps) Franken groping her, like in her (gasps) boobs, like on her boobs. Oh my
1: God! You're turning the laptop to show. Oh, M. Uh. That
0: that is that's those are boobs that he's grabbing. So anyway, and she of course, yeah, that is definitely not photoshopped, and she's clearly asleep. She's clearly. Unconscious and did not consent for anybody touching. It's also her not
1: body. a flattering picture of her. No, it's, it's just totally not. not. I and she's an pissed. incredibly attractive
0: woman. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And so, anyway, the. Aww. So, this came out 12 hours ago, and Al Franken has since posted an apology. And I will say this is a good apology, Com- like compared to okay. the apologies that have come out. Uh, it is definitely a better apology than I've heard of people. He is not really putting the blame on
1: anyone, anyone. but
0: himself. Um, and I'm not used
1: to that anymore.
0: Which is just kind of mind-boggling. Um, it's a pretty long statement. Mm. Um, and... He, the first thing he goes is, the first thing I want is is to do is, is to apologize to Leanne, the person mm-hmm. that he did this to, mm-hmm. to everyone else who was part of the tour, to everyone who has worked with me, to everyone I represent, and to everyone who counts on me to be an ally and supporter and yeah. champion of women. Yeah. Um, and he goes, um, and he just says, I'm sorry. That's like the first thing he says. Then he goes on to say, I respect women. I don't respect men who don't. And the fact that my own actions have given people a good reason to doubt that makes me feel ashamed. Mm. Um, so Aww. he just kind of goes on. Um, coming from a world of comedy, I've told I've told, and written a lot of jokes that I once thought were funny but later came to realize were just plain offensive. But the intention behind my actions aren't the point at all. It's the impact these jokes and and on others that matter. And I'm sorry it's taken me so long to come to terms with that. Um, and... And, and he goes on to say, as with all credible, and he says more things. I'm not reading everything. Mm-hmm. As with all credible al- allegations of sexual harassment and assault, I believe the Ethics Committee should review this matter. He's talking to the Ethics Committee of Congress. Of Yeah, I think the Senate to yeah. um, review it. Yeah. And regardless of party, harassment assault are completely unacceptable in the workplace and anywhere else. Um, this is unacceptable behavior, and I'm extremely disappointed. Um, Like, I mean, so anyway, so he goes on to straight up apologize and say that regardless, like, I don't remember doing that, but it's clear that I did that and I'm sorry. Um,
1: He's not claiming to be drunk. He's just saying, I saw a long time ago.
0: Yeah, it was from 2006, over 10 years ago. I don't remember, but like, um, but yeah, he's like, I took the picture and it doesn't matter. Anyway, so he's basically saying the truth is. Uh, in light of all this like we just need to believe people when they say that this has happened to them and I'm sorry mm. so as far as the apology is concerned it's definitely it's not the best apology but it's definitely better than the other stuff that have come out and mm. I'm glad he's like and I think the ethics people like the ethics board needs to review Good for, that's so, really
1: responsible
0: really responsible what? I'm glad that he's taking ownership of like I've effed up this is... I've clearly changed but I've also like I I should I am sorry Um, so I don't, I mean, I feel weird about it because I have such great respect for him as like, as a, as a policy man, as a, as a person. He, I think he started working in politics in like 2009, I think, or 2010. Mm -hmm. So pretty recently. Um, and he's one of those people that's just really matter of fact and,
1: Pretty logical. Very logical. In the face of a lot of irrational people.
0: Right. And so, and his apology is incredibly, it seems really sincere, but it doesn't change the fact that he did those things, right? And so um, it's just another, like, I feel like every day I'm like, who's the next person that's going to come out and fall from grace for me, you know, like, because we're all capable, like we talked about it last week, we're all capable of doing these things, you're capable of groping people. I'm capable think of groping it, people. Drake, if think about it, Drake, oh. you, you are capable of. And then, if, except um, Drake, Drake is not capable. He's perfect.
1: Yeah, he would not. But, um, the, but the, think about the idea of. So that was 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. What if you th- we think? Oh, I'm in good standing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything like this. If someone dug up a picture of me 11 years ago, of all the many pictures that Mm -hmm. exist in the ether of me and showed a picture of me doing something like that. Yeah. I might, if someone said that I did something like that without a photo, I might say, I never did that. But then someone shows me a photo, I did that? Right. Question mark, exclamation point. Right. I mean, it, it might catch you off guard. I don't know if he really does remember that or not remember that, but to see a picture of you doing something that you otherwise would not do. Yeah. Pretty shocking. I'm glad that he owned up to it, even though there are people in Washington who still would, like, if if there's a picture of one person, let's call them hypothetically the president, doing something like that, Mm -hmm. I would find it easy to believe they would also deny something like that. Mm -hmm. Which is, I'm sad to say, like, in our current state of uh, belief, that to see a picture. And someone own up to the picture and Mm -hmm. say that is what it looks like. It is what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. You should believe the other person. Yeah. Is completely out of the realm of normal for us today. Yeah. Totally. I'm I'm so I'm almost aghast and I don't I'm gonna leave this podcast today in a daze because someone told the truth.
0: Yeah. And 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 the so I didn't read um Louis C.K. statement, but it was also very similar. He's like everything that was stated was
1: true. Okay.
0: So, and
1: Come does on, that, fellas,
0: does that mean? I mean, Mel Gibson still has a career, so I mean, who yeah, knows but, at this point?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, that was just anti-Semitic, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, but he was also.
1: I mean, he hates Jews, and that's like, I guess on a hierarchy in Hollywood, that's that's not equal. No, to it's not harassment. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who makes the rules on that.
0: Probably
1: a white man somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I just, I. it's funny. He's not a young man, Al Franken. No, he's no, not. None of these guys are spring chickens anymore. So I just, uh, it makes me think about my own maturation as a man and how there are stories of men doing this until we're very old. Doesn't matter how old mm-hmm. you are, you could be 80, 90 <laughs> and still pinching butts Mm -hmm. of young women Mm -hmm. and there's something psychologically damning Mm -hmm. about patriarchy Mm -hmm. that just exists in our brains and i'm not sure when if ever it's going to go away unless science invents a pill for it Mm -hmm. which we probably won't um i get calls on my phone all the time about from, your from, erection? Well, your country of oh, people. India? India? From, uh-huh. it, would you tell them? to
0: <laughs> You want me to call them? I'll call them. Go ahead. Tell me. What do I need to
1: say? <laughs> Hello, this is Chris. And it's not Chris. You sound like... Your
0: name is Krishna, but next. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Hello, this is Chris. And I'm like, <laughs> and? <laughs> just like, sir, your PC is uh, not working. I say, no, it's working just fine. Can we call later? Mm-hmm. Or they call with... Um, The number one thing that I get a call for Mm -hmm. is, uh, sir, are you need a Viagra or Cialis or anything? Because... Is
0: your penis not working? Is
1: your dick not hard? (laughs) Because we have medication for you. And it's amazing how, I think I probably get like one call a month from someone in India who wants to sell me penis medication. And it's like this kind of... The again. market is ripe because from yep. the age of what, I don't know, 45, mm-hmm. something, somewhere in your 40s to death, guys are looking for a way to keep it up. Yep. I mean, gosh.
0: I mean, it's, again, we're all capable of doing this. And I think, I just appreciate that he says, while I don't remember the rehearsal for, uh, for the skit that, as Leanne does, I understand why we need to listen to and believe women's experiences.
1: Yeah, no, that, I'm glad that he took ownership. Um, and
0: so, I mean, it's, again, none of this is perfect, but it's also important for us to, when someone says this happened to someone, like, mm-hmm. you just need to believe it. Um, well, okay. well, believe it to a certain extent, right? Like, if they're clearly, like, mm-hmm. there's, obviously people can lie and, like, yeah, and defame. I too. think we, I think, as Al said, there should be an investigation undertaken. And like, if
1: someone came in tomorrow and said, like, alex sexually assaulted or harassed me i, it I was be like, very hard oh, for me to believe that uh,
0: uh, yeah it would, like <laughs> as not just as your friend but like as someone who knows you and your character i'd be like that's very hard for me to believe that we need to like i believe mm. you as far as like the person you say that this is what you've experienced yeah but or the, maybe that was the impact that alex had in a conversation that with you
1: but then that also gives thought to someone like felicia rashad who just didn't believe what was said about bill cosby because based on her relationship with him it just didn't seem plausible
0: but whatever happens in dark comes to light y'all
1: i mean do you think this will hurt his chances of a presidential run
0: i don't think he should ever run for president
1: some people have suggested it
0: yeah i don't think so i think he should stay in his lane
1: you think senate is where he belongs i think
0: he belongs in the senate i think he can make more more happen in the senate than he can in the white house and Minnesotans love him, and, they, and people... They like, do, and but their, how and much pull does Minnesota have? Boy, I don't know.
1: Not, no one cares. <laughs> uh, no offense to Minnesota, but I mean, it's not one of those like, landmarks. St- it's not one of the swing states that they worry about. Yeah. And he... Uh, but t- to answer the question I put to you, I don't think this hurts him at all because...
0: He, at least he was honest about it.
1: Yeah, and scandal doesn't matter anymore, so...
0: Because clearly we have a president who yeah.
1: has... You, you can have all the skeletons you want. You can have a Halloween, like blackface. Like, you can you can have blackface. You can have skeletons straight out the grave. You can have a whole graveyard of skeletons. You can in straight your up closet. kill people. Yeah, you could have yeah. like all the you all can the, like, the president of the United States. All the missing people scandals that have never been solved. All the cold cases, like in your it's closet. All, it's all you. <laughs> Just like, all the deaths. The Lindbergh baby. Everybody was me, and so it's like oh.
0: This is, this is the world we live in. You're
1: like, I'd like to run for president. <laughs> All right. Seems like he's honest.
0: <laughs> seems, seems like he's, he's the one. Um, moving on, um, People Magazine came out with their Sexiest Men Alive issue.
1: I put this day on my calendar every year.
0: I'm sure you do. <laughs>
1: Can't and, wait for that article. Right,
0: you're always wondering where am I in this, right? I do I'm it sure. for the
1: reads. <laughs> you do. It. I look for I my name.
0: It. You look for. You're like, where's Alexander on the on the list? In the
1: sentence structure is really yeah, profound super important. Yeah, in that issue.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, um, so this year uh, Blake Shelton, who is a country musician and judge of The Voice, one of the original judges of The Voice, is that the Gwen Stefani's?
1: bow? Mm-hmm. Beau. Yep. Oh.
0: Um, was named. Wait, pe- why, are you, why are you bringing him up? Because he was named the sexiest man alive in 2017. Uh, uh, I think everybody died, and that's why he was picked. Um, <laughs> Continue. I you're very confused. Well, your face is very perplexed.
1: I think I know who you're talking about.
0: Do you want to search who he is?
1: Yeah, let me look real quick, because maybe I'm wrong.
0: I need you to search it. So, anyway, there's a lot of backlash. And people being like, "Wait, what? Like Blake Shelton?" I don't like.
1: I don't like how I'm feeling.
0: <laughs> Wait, use your words. Because say more.
1: Because <laughs> he's not a bad no, he's not ugly guy. And but to say that to critique this choice As feels like As the sexiest I'm calling, man alive. Feels like I'm calling him <clears throat> ugly. I want it to be clear. No, he's not ugly. I am not. I do no not one think is Blake he's is ugly. unattractive.
0: He's I don't. not ugly.
1: What I think is happening is probably what should have happened a long time ago is our society is getting away from norms of beauty Mm -hmm. that say you should look like Adonis and a Greek God and a chiseled facade because Blake is, he is a down home boy. Like Mm -hmm. he is just sitting in this truck and that tattoo on his forearm, not a good tattoo, but he is comfortable in his skin and that's what's sexy.
0: Yeah, and confidence—all those things are super, super hot.
1: He looks like a model for, uh, like, John's Bay or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: Very like Coles. Uh, wow. He wears a lot of denim, a lot mm-hmm. of vests. He's
0: very, he's very country. He
1: has no, so he has no physique. It seems like he's just like he has a good smile and he's got some scruff and he looks great next to Gwen mm-hmm. and he's got some good hair. And he just, uh, he's got these eyes that seem like, well, not in that picture, but his eyes seem kind of um, honest. Mm. Like he's never sexually harassed someone.
0: I'm sure he has, but anywho. Um, so there's a lot of backlash. Of, I mean, whatever. Um, there's a lot of backlash because people are like, wait, what? He, again, everyone's like, he's not not attractive. He's definitely no. not an, yeah, ug- yeah, like yeah. an ugly person. Yeah. He's a good looking guy. But sexiest, when you put that qualifier of sexiest man alive, like, did everybody die? It's like, amazing. Is, like, that, there, you know, there's a lot of really attractive people out what's there. What's the
1: process for selecting?
0: I have no idea. I think you need a good publicist because I think he won the best publicist alive for him to be able to be the sexiest man alive.
1: Hey, uh, Donnie, we got uh, Blake here. He needs to, he needs a little more press. Can we get him the sexiest man alive? Well? I know, right? Um, so. This is a it was wild. Well, okay. What are the. Is there a list out there of There's, the other? Yes. Men?
0: So I just went through the whole list, uh-huh. and everyone's white except oh, for oh. Dwayne Johnson, who won it last year. Dang, Dwayne really. The Rock Jan- Johnson. Um, and uh, I did not know that. One year, Richard Gere, Greer. And Richard Greer. Greer. Yeah. Greer. Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford won for being sexiest couple when they were a couple. Oh,
1: I forgot about that.
0: I forgot that they were a couple. That Cindy Crawford and him were a couple. Anyway, with all that being said, <clears throat> I feel like we need to do the audience mm-hmm. a favor by coming up with our top five sexy men. Okay. I think you I think you can do it.
1: Uh, let me put my brain to it. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Uh... Got it.
0: <laughs> We've already planned this ahead. Anywho, <laughs> pre-meditated. We, we premeditated. Oh. <laughs> so we should talk, because like, again, I don't think this is the most accurate um, list, but um, who would you say is your top five sexy dudes?
1: Now, I want to put this out there. If we're talking about masculinity right now, mm-hmm. there are some people who are going to say, How can you have a top five? List of attractive men mm-hmm. if you consider yourself heterosexual. I want to put it out there <laughs> that I believe uh, <coughs> sexuality is on a spectrum. Yes. And it's so fluid. you guys out there can acknowledge if a man is attractive yep. without questioning your sexuality
0: isn't it's that totally, isn't that wild
1: it's totally fine for some reason there's a double standard where men think it's really hot for women to make out with each other and have sex with each other mm-hmm. and they want to watch that mm-hmm. and it doesn't make them lesbians no nope. but if men want to acknowledge someone is attractive they're gay so I'm well so you're sure.
0: basically saying you're gay
1: yeah, exactly. That's. Thing. I'm glad you heard me loud and clear. Okay, good. Um, let's go, guys. Uh, to... Alex
0: has just come out. No, I know, I know.
1: But actually, when I was doing this, I picked my top three off the dome, and then I searched uh, yeah, attractive you're... men because I just couldn't think of any. Mm-hmm. And then I started scrolling through. <laughs> I said to you, oh, "Okay, this is how I know I'm not gay." <laughs> just, like this is. It was really hard. It really was hard because yeah. they're all like. Square-jawed, good-looking white men with scruff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we don't have the parts that you all have. Like, we're not. Women, you all have stuff. We have boobs. You have boobs, hips, butts. I think the faces, face structure, um, contouring, hair, all of this stuff. It's real attractive. It just looks aesthetically nicer. All we are is shoulders and limbs and, and just nothing good. All we have is like, anyway. Um, my top five is this. Mm-hmm. Starting from number five down to one. I actually ranked them.
0: Okay.
1: Number five, Shah Rukh Khan.
0: Who is Shah
1: Rukh Khan? Shah Rukh Khan is an action slash romantic love hero in Bollywood films. Mm -hmm. He is Indian. He has made probably upwards of... 5,000 films. Yeah,
0: it's like stupid how many films he has made. If you go around... He's Indian. one of the most famous men in the world.
1: Yeah, no, in the world. like, And people think like, oh, he's not that famous because I've never heard of him. Yeah, that's because like, you're
0: ignorant. You're, you're, yeah, you don't know. Because like,
1: there's a... there's. Think about this. The number one grossing movie industry in the world mm-hmm. is Bollywood. Right. And people the Indian like, film industry. Yeah, the Indian film industry. Thank you. It's called the Indian film industry mm-hmm. because it's not all dancing and singing. Mm-hmm. And then he... Uh, People will say, no, it's got to be Hollywood, box office. Nah, brother, slow down because (laughs) in America, we have a total of 320 million people, Mm -hmm. right? Multiply that times three, Mm -hmm. no, four, and that's India. Mm -hmm. They have 1.2, 1.3 billion people in their country. And it's
0: it's a market that is watched in Africa. It's Mm -hmm. watched in the Middle East. It's watched in Europe. Yeah, it's true. It's Washington America too, but people yeah.
1: anyway. Like I would argue that Shah Rukh Khan is known by more people worldwide than Brad Pitt. Yep. I would agree. George Clooney for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So, Shah Rukh Khan, I'm he's just it? he's charismatic action hero. I just love his stuff. So I put him at number 5.
0: SRK as he likes to be called.
1: Number 5 or number 4 Will Smith. Oh, what H.
0: a guy. Ageless. Uh,
1: God, man. What a
0: handsome dude. What
1: I wouldn't give to be him. <laughs> um, number three, Ryan Reynolds.
0: He's got a white dude in there. Okay. He's, he's,
1: he's a looker. He's, some people, I know he's
0: one of your boy crushes that I don't understand about, but whatever.
1: You think he has beady eyes. His
0: eyes are like freak me out a little.
1: I never noticed that. What I noticed, he's got good humor. Super good humor. Personable. and
0: Great dad. When
1: he... Oh yeah, yeah!
0: Super great dad.
1: Add it to the list. Mm-hmm. He's got scruff, which looks good. I think there's some salt and pepper in there mm-hmm. now. It's very it's a hot. Good look. Very hot. He was dating Scarlett Johansson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they just look good together. It's yeah. just a, it's a good just aesthetic.
0: Lots of attractiveness.
1: Just, just angles and, <laughs> and just nice things, contours everywhere. He, uh, but also when this guy works out, they, no, I don't. There are guys who would say. It's gonna sound really gay. <laughs> I if you see him in the um Deadpool. No. Oh, he's funny in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I do like that. But um what's the movie with Sandra Bullock? The, uh, the proposal. The proposal. The yeah. proposal. Okay, bad oh, movie. What? Bad movie. Yeah. But I know the exactly scene, what scene the you're talking scene about. In Alaska <laughs> where he comes out of the bathroom. Looks good. That you can't look at his physique and, and you not say Damn, that's a good-looking man. Mm-hmm. That I will agree. I, man, if I had if I had abs like that, I'd be washing my clothes on him every day. <laughs> <laughs> Just, damn. Um, oh
0: my lord. Okay. So it, Wash Ryan more
1: Reynolds Ryan definitely an attractive man number mm-hmm. 3. Um number 2, Jesse Williams, not hard. Hey. No. I hey, he
0: can I can get lost in him. Used to be <laughs> Very, his eyes are just, and his and smile and his wokeness. Gonna...
1: Yeah, you said <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. I think he's just an attractive guy. Mm-hmm. And then number one, I didn't know he was number one last year on mm-hmm. the charts, but like for good reason. I follow The Rock on Instagram. Dwayne Johnson. He's yo. Oof. If there are, there's such a thing as having. And I think if you look at my list. Yeah, none of my guys have like muscles abound.
0: Mm -hmm. He's the one that. I think
1: I think it's gross when guys have a ton of muscle. I agree. And same thing for women. I Mm -hmm. just think there's a point where you need to like. Point of no return. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, But The Rock is the one guy who is like massive, and for some reason it looks fine (laughs) proportionally on him. It's for some reason it works. And he's got that tattoo Ugh. on the on the the, the, the tribal tattoo. the tribal like what is he Samoan? Yeah, I think so. And he's got that like because it kind of applies to his heritage. Like mm-hmm. on him, it's not tacky, and but he got a new tattoo I saw on Instagram, mm. which uh, I love a
0: tatted up dude.
1: Well, this do you remember he had the bull on the right arm mm-hmm. from like his um well no I think he got it in Miami but I don't know why he, he got it he got that covered up with a new one that's mm. sizable. Oh, it's it's just rendered in a way that makes it seem a little um, heavy metal. Mm, I'm not not into it. But overall, I would say the Rock's personality, his presence, his positivity, his energy and his willingness to just go out and help people. He's always meeting with kids, people who are less fortunate. He's smiling all the time
0: oh it's graph it's like very
1: dark it's a very graphic mm-hmm. dark it is a bull's head skull yeah a, that's skull. exactly what it is it's a, a very well rendered artistically
0: it's must have taken out of do. craftsmanship is great
1: yeah um but I just don't think it because like, it's like dude you, like your muscles are amazing yeah you just covered up like some prime real estate yeah so anyway but he's that's my top five I feel good about my top five
0: I think that's good um, so I know for sure who my top three are. like that's it hasn't changed. Um, so I think there's a lot of really great people. I've realized that my top five currently mm-hmm. are all men of color. so yeah, call me racist if you need you are me. racist. <laughs> you know, I'm racist to white people Any. <laughs> So That's number five—that is—that is a hundred percent a joke. If we're not up. clear, if we're not clear. So my number five is John Cho. John Cho is—he is a guy from Harold and Kumar. Oh, um, Harold. Uh, yeah, he's very you. attractive. Okay. He's—you should see some pictures of him. It's—I'll go look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's—it's nice. He's easy on the eyes. Um, no, he's—he's a he's looker. He's a looker. Uh, my number four. Um,
1: oh, he's got
0: a goatee. Uh, uh, I love a scruff on a man. I, did, I never saw him with facial hair. Gosh. So my number four is tied with two desi South Asian men, uh, Riz Ahmed and Hasan Minhaj, uh, just because they're just really attractive. And I can't just pick one. I would also put Deb Patel in there too, and Shah Rukh Khan. Basically, all of them, all those desi folks, can be number four in my in my book because they're super attractive. Oh
1: yeah, I just pulled up. Riz Yeah,
0: he's he's a little like scrawnier than I like, but he's so cute and I, he's a great MC. Mm-hmm. Riz MC is he's a great rapper.
1: Um, His ears are uh, quite sharp.
0: Yes, and every time he talks, because he has he has a British accent, so and every time he talks, oh. it's just quite.
1: You can be the dumbest person on Earth. But if
0: you have an accent, though, like a really nice British or Australian uh, it accent... It sucks. It's, <laughs> like, so it's
1: like... It's not fair.
0: It's very hard for my ovaries to not react.
1: Oh, you didn't know? Oh, yeah, the, the planet Earth is flat. <laughs> I hate you. It's
0: Why do you have to not... keep on saying that the Earth is flat?
1: Two plus, <laughs> two plus three is plus what? clearly six.
0: Is it Really? Did you not know? I didn't know. I was <laughs> like, what? And you're like, oh, you're so dumb, but Golly. so cute. Anywho, so that's Riza Mead, I would say, is like Riza Mead, Hassan, you know, is on there. Number three, these are the three that I know for sure um, Michael B. Jordan.
1: Oh, yeah, sure.
0: Uh,
1: There's a lot going on there.
0: There, it's just. It's just really For some nice, reason, nice I can't, look at.
1: I cannot watch a movie with him. I'm not interested. Nothing pulls me in. What? The Rocky movie? What's it called? The the remake?
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like that movie. Yeah, I was
1: like, oh. But and did I you know.
0: watch? Um, Fruitfield Station. Yeah.
1: I've watched the first part of it mm-hmm. and the first twenty minutes, and I know he's in that. Right. And um, I watch his character, and like, I stop watching it, and I have no desire to go back and watch it. I know I need to. Mm-hmm. I'll do it over Thanksgiving, maybe. Maybe yeah. I'll make that a goal. But like, there's something about him that I just don't, I just he don't has, care.
0: I think he's gotten better as an actor over the years because I've seen him like grow as an actor. But I'm so excited for this. And we've talked about it already. The, oh, yeah. The Black, Black Panther? Panther. I'll see and him plays, in that. That'll, he's gonna, yeah. And he's playing a bad person. And I'm excited. You know me. I like I like a good, good uh, scuffle and a bad boy.
1: Man, we're going to need to... We need to take care gonna of me. You're going to be sweating through that movie. <laughs> just,
0: I should not like, watch it with anybody. No, I should go
1: by myself. You really should. <laughs>
0: I'll be like, hey, Alex, want to go see Black Panther? No, no I don't want to be sexually harassed no. by you.
1: <laughs> I'll sit in the back. You sit in the front. <laughs> um, uh,
0: My number two, um, almost always number two or number one is my man, my boo, Jesse Williams. You're, same as your number two. A good guy. Good looking, woke as hell, and just every time he smiles and makes my heart swoon. Like, I watch Grey's Anatomy half the time just to see him. His
1: voice is very smooth.
0: It's really, it's really nice to listen to. Yeah. It's very, it's a really nice timbre in his yeah. voice. Why are you laughing? I would
1: just imagine Jesse saying really offensive stuff <laughs> to his voice. It's like, <laughs> it's like, wow,
0: that's so awesome. It's hey, like.
1: Hey, hey, Yes. Um, yo. Uh, women's voting is a joke. <laughs> Suffrage should have never happened.
0: Right. You, you should have no rights. <laughs> Reproductive rights? What the fuck's that? He was
1: like, Jesse, say more.
0: And my number one, I think he's an unrealistic number one because I think he's just like stupid attractive, and I think if I ever met him in real life, I would pass out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just know I would just pass out and be like, I don't know what to do with myself. Um, is Idris Elba.
1: Oh, you know what? You know what? Yeah, no, scrap my whole list. He goes. <laughs> he gets God in there.
0: Damn.
1: I'm taking Cause I God, would take Jesse Williams out of my list and to- move <laughs> Idris <laughs> Elba.
0: Yeah, and so not only is he just this just beautiful man. I know man what you're gonna
1: say. Go ahead.
0: With the melanin and the muscles, the melanin, all the melanin, all the melanin, and the scruff and the whatever. But then you put in that accent. Yeah, I knew it. And you're like,
1: (laughs) what? (laughs) When you see him in films, you're like, he always played American roles. Right. And I knew. And then they did an interview with him. I was like, okay, let me, I don't know where Idris is from. Right. But let me see this interview. And then he's he's speaking. And you're
0: like, what?
1: When I went to the academy for, (laughs) that's Australian.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Whatever the English accent. When I went to
1: the academy, I learned. All oh, the trade, the acting, the skill, and it's very hard on the body and the mind. And You're, right. you're just like, this is an interview. Why is he acting?
0: <laughs> and you're like, why? Also, why is my body feeling things? Right. <laughs> like, what? I'm feeling tinglings in was, my
1: loin. That was the hardest part. Is like he's a black man mm-hmm. of all the physique you just described. Right. He He. Fits the prototypical athlete body, right? And, and you think
0: the, like American athlete, right? American you don't, athlete. you don't think brawn, bra- yeah. And, and then
1: you, and then you couple it with that British accent, and you're thinking, Oof. wait, he's
0: like the fact that he's not been on this list mm, since it's been started in 1995. That's racist. Is, that's racist. It is, it is, everyone has been Disguided. white except for for uh, Dwayne the Rock
1: Johnson. You know what? Also, you know what? Also, what? Wait, is this list comprised of people who are only un- from the U.S.
0: No, I think they've, they've had Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Okay, and
1: because then I would argue that you should definitely have on either Neymar or Cristiano oh, Ronaldo. Oh yeah, Cristiano they're Ronaldo? really hot. Actually, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo can also be on my list Yeah, too. he's this, hot. This, you should not, the, the, the POC, uh, uh, what is it, the, the negligence of oh, yeah. not adding I mean, those
0: names? Obviously, the, the, the issue has more men that are attractive on there, but come on.
1: You, gotta you, need, to, you need to put some Take POCs on there. there. But Idris Elba, I agree with you, is um, that guy is attractive.
0: It's, again, Idris, if you ever hear this podcast, know that I am, I really like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a lot. You,
1: you, 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 the, your eyes were just like so full of hope. <laughs> I <I'm like laughs> like really, like, yeah. really like you. I think I, there
0: was this uh, thing where like you give money and you can have like a, a yeah, date yeah, night I with Idris. In yeah, yeah. And I sent it to you. I'm just <laughs> like, like, I sent it to Alex and I said, <laughs> Alex, all of my money is going to this.
1: Did I, I, I mean, I sent
0: I, quite a bit of money, not a lot of money. I, I gave like 50 bucks. I don't think, remember what you I said. I think I
1: also said like, oh, I'm going to enter too.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, if you win and I don't, <laughs> I'm going to lose my banana." I'm just
1: sitting there with Idris Elba, just like with my hands on my lap, just leaning forward, just like staring at him like, <laughs> how, how are you? How... <laughs> how do i be you <laughs> just,
0: just. you just said how do i be you okay no. oh, that's so well, funny you know, and
1: people got upset when it was announced that he would be the new bond
0: mm-hmm. i was like yes yeah
1: no because people are upset like wait how are you gonna have a black bond and i just want to say to people hey calm calm down he's british
0: <laughs> he could do it's whatever like he wants real british <laughs> right
1: this guy's gonna be a good He's more
0: british than but like, i do anyway. agree
1: with people though if you are gonna have a new bond what does bond do he walks through these spaces and deals with villains mm-hmm. and he's through casinos and stuff, mostly in Europe. Right, I mean, a black body would be hard. A like almost six foot five black guy walking through <gasps> Europe is pretty hard to, to keep stealth. Oh, Debono- just him
0: in a tux. Oh, God.
1: 007, where are you?
0: <laughs> we need to stop talking about Idris because this is getting, yeah, getting warm. I
1: thought the temperature was, you know, <laughs> fine, but you're sweating bullets over here.
0: He's, uh, but yeah, so. Congrats to Blake, but to, like you're killing it, buddy. But 2017, but was your our, year. but our dudes, I think, are way hotter than you. Not saying that you're not attractive, but whatever. Um, but there was another list that came out. What was that um, the GQ list, okay. like Men of the Year, and they had they featured four people. Mm-hmm. Um, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman of the Year. Oh yeah. Um... Stephen Colbert was, ooh, what was his?
1: That's I was, cool, Stephen. Stephen
0: was, um, I forget what he was, but it was like something, Stephen Colbert, GQ. Um, he was listed something regarding, named Bad Ombre of the Year, I'm sorry.
1: Bad Ombre? Yeah. Wait, GQ has a work called Bad Ombre?
0: Yeah, I, I think the Wonder Woman and the Bad Ombre were like, they just did it for this year. Okay. Uh, because of just how I'll back off. Um yeah, I don't know. I think the bad yeah, I'm I'm not sure why it was called bad Ombre of the year, but um
1: I agree with it and then, I mean,
0: he's he's very he doesn't give a f at all.
1: He legit and, does not give a f. And flat. he
0: lit's, like I I was on in I, um, I was in his uh, studio audience when mm-hmm. the elections happened mm-hmm. and I was like, man, just just because of how depressing that day was and that night was. I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else but with him yeah. because he was—he was so—he was, so po- was great. Um, class the act, class act, uh, champion of the year, Kevin Durant. I have thoughts about that. We can talk about that in the dribbling section. I don't understand it, but whatever, because I don't know if you like buy your championship if you're a champion, but whatever. Shots fired. Um and, um, citizen of the year mm-hmm. to Colin Kaepernick.
1: Yeah. And
0: that GQ spread, my. God. Oh, I
1: haven't seen the spread. I saw the cover.
0: Oh, Lord. Problem? It is. Having feelings? He is so hot. Good Jesus.
1: You want to re- redo your list?
0: It's, no. I, my <laughs> list is fine. Right. Um, but, like, his... Jesus Christ, his body is conditioned.
1: Um, okay. Well... Oh, I saw this picture of him running with the kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that, which is, like, great. But then there's just... There's, like, black and white pictures of him without a shirt Tatted up, just uh, yeah. very, very attractive. I forgot so, he
1: had all those tattoos.
0: Right. And so for me, especially since, you know, we haven't done our, our cap alert yet, we uh, he still doesn't have a job. So the fact that he still doesn't have a job. <laughs> this uh, just in.
1: He's still unemployed.
0: Yeah, still unemployed. Um, and uh, I just think it's awesome that GQ picked him. And I'm sure it made a lot of white people really upset. A lot of racists really upset. That he was picked the Citizen of the Year, the Man of the Year. But congrats to Con Kaepernick. Well deserved.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of people would have just shut their mouths and gone back to playing. And he said, ah, I'm not going to compromise my integrity.
0: Nope. There you go. Yeah. So he's doing great things. But the whole Kevin Durant being uh, Champion of the Year, I just... We did a poll in our Instagram poll, yeah. And most people, some people were like, "Yeah, a champion is a champ, you know, he deserves it." But most of our our studio audience, our audience, I guess, mm-hmm. would say, uh, was saying that, "Nah, he don't deserve that. He's not a real champion." I just. What are your
1: thoughts? I just see how happy he is <laughs> on the outside, and I hope it matches the inside. But I don't think it's deserved.
0: I don't. I don't know,
1: man. I, I, I take no issue with anyone on the Golden State Warriors. I really like the Golden State Warriors yeah. as person. I mean, I feel most days. I hope to feel as good as Clay Thompson swimming in a tub of golden shoes. <laughs> All right. I have hope trying to, to have a personality feel that good. <laughs> um, I think Clay uh, Curry is an amazing uh, player and role model, and I think Draymond is entertaining as heck. I, yeah. The whole t- and Steve Kerr. Who doesn't love Steve Kerr? When I think about Kevin. Uh I just I wish he hadn't sold out. I wish so too. I mean to say like I'm the champion of the year. Uh so they won handily last year, mm-hmm. right? Kyrie Irving. What if Kyrie Irving left the Cavs to go play for the Warriors this year instead of going to the Celtics?
0: I would have been like, what the hell is Kyrie doing? Are you serious? Yeah. Like you We would have all, all of us would have been like, what the f-
1: yeah. yeah, you're playing the team. You're playing with the team that beat you. Yeah, and then let's say Kyrie has an amazing year this year, and he goes to the finals with the Golden State Warriors. They win every game by fifty points, and Kyrie Irving gets named the MVP. Mm-hmm. Does he deserve to get named Champion of the Year? No, I don't.
0: But if Kyrie wins the championship this year, he does deserve
1: to be champion of the year. We're going deep into our our, our dribbling <laughs> session.
0: Maybe that's what we should do. Right. Why, don't, why don't we keep it moving unless there's anything else to talk about but I think
1: I, got nothing.
0: I, got, I think we're good here so let's, let's let's keep it moving on our dribbling spot. All right folks, it is time for our dribbling section of the cast. Um, as always, well as always, as in like the past couple of weeks, let's talk about the standings. Where <laughs> as we, is tradition, as is tradition, let's talk about the standings.
1: Well, right now, as every week, mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics are in the lead in the East. They are. They are standing at thirteen and two, the only team with thirteen wins and only two losses. It is incredible. Brad Stevens' team actually plays defense. Yeah, that is is a remarkable sight.
0: They're not doing so great right now because they're playing against the the Warriors. Mm-hmm. As we speak. As we speak, so they may be thirteen and three.
1: Yeah, third quarter is not looking so good for them right now, but mm-hmm. we'll see. There's still time left in the game. Totally. If there's anything that we learned from this past week is that you can score forty plus points in a fourth quarter. It happens.
0: Yep, it happens. Um,
1: the, surprisingly, the Detroit Pistons are still in the second place. That's, I don't just, understand. I don't understand that. I like If you Stan, had told me that. Stan Van Gundy, good job, man. I seriously. Yeah, it's impressive. The Washington Wizards in third place. And then after that, you start to see some of the characters like the Knicks, the Sixers, the Bucks, people who weren't in the playoffs last year are mm-hmm. still in the top 8 now, playoff that's great. contention. Um, the Orlando Magic slid down to number 8, mm-hmm. but I mean when it's the first, you know, 5th week of the season, Having an eight and seven record versus a ten and four record will put you between second and eighth. Right. So it's yeah. Any of this could still shift. But if the playoffs started today, the Cavaliers would still be out of contention for the playoffs Wild. at number nine.
0: Yeah. And we'll down. talk about it later, but mm-hmm. they finally won a game.
1: Warriors are standing at eleven and three leading the East, mm-hmm. only by need a small the West. sorry, thanks to the West. <laughs> um, by a small margin, the Houston Rockets are right behind with an eleven and four record. And um, Minnesota San Antonio, the usual suspects Mm -hmm. coming in right after that. The New Orleans Pelicans are still above five hundred, eight and seven, Mm -hmm. so they are looking. I'm just very impressed by the Twin Towers down there, Um, and then the Memphis Grizzlies, seven and seven, nothing to worry about, but they slid out of the number one ranking. I would be a little concerned with Oklahoma City at 7-7. Seven and seven. Yeah. There's just... And if we talk about rankings that we did at the beginning of the season before things started... Yeah,
0: we put them up there. No, I put them up there. I did not. I put them up there. Yeah,
1: I slid them down. Past the Spurs, past the Rockets. And I, 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 I put
0: them up there thinking that the three of them would work as long as they found their rhythm and their chemistry.
1: Yeah, it won't happen.
0: I don't know if it'll happen. And, no. and we've, not- we've talked about me and you off mm-hmm. mic have mm-hmm. talked about the mellow curse, the mellow bad mm-hmm. juju. Mm-hmm. And some of our Knicks fans have said that the mellow juju, the bad juju has gone to OKC. Yeah. I don't want to say that right now. It's too early in the season to say anything like that, but
1: it's just hard because they're all primetime superstars. who yeah. hit the ball and yeah. they do about the same thing. So yeah. it's, it's kind of hard, but I'd, I want to say, uh, I was right about OKC struggling, Mm -hmm. but I was not right about something that looks more clear now at this point. I don't think Russell Westbrook is going to get a triple double this year. Yeah. It's very early to say that, but I don't think this team has the makeup for him to inch into a 10, 10, and 10 Mm kind of setup. It's probably going to be 9, 10, and. 20 something points Mm -hmm. yeah i'm not sure which one he'll fall short on rebounds or assists but i just it doesn't look like it's gonna happen
0: you never know all right but
1: either way the standings look like the usual suspects the only as last year but the minnesota timberwolves have gotten better the pistons have gotten better the knicks and the sixers It all it's looking good for some teams that have struggled in the past
0: Mm -hmm. that's that so that, those are the standings. Um, so we didn't talk about this last week because I didn't want to. Um, but three UCL basketball players were arrested in China. Yeah. Um, and the three players were uh, Cody Riley, Jalen Hill, and LeAngelo Ball. Wait a second. Mhm.
1: The first two don't sound familiar at all. Yeah, they sound the like third, basketball players. The third... Has um, the last name Ball? Mm-hmm. I've heard of a player one Lonzo Ball. Yes. This one I've heard of Lamelo Ball. Mm-hmm. That's this the youngest. One, this, this is the middle one. I'm okay. They're related. Then. They are okay, related. Okay. Yes.
0: Um, so they got arrested. So they. So I did not know this. Um, but UCLA went to China, Shanghai, China, mm-hmm. to play against. I forget. No, it wasn't Gonzaga. Um, goodness.
1: I do not follow college basketball. I, neither do so. I. They
0: they were playing against a team, um, and I don't. i forget. Who. I just want to point out. Georgia as, Tech. They were they they played Georgia Tech, in China, which for their opening game of yeah, the season.
1: They're trying to expand the game. It's a global game.
0: Right. It's.
1: You can profit off of eighteen to twenty two year olds on various continents.
0: I su- yeah, I guess.
1: You don't need to keep it just in the states. I want to point out as we're talking, the mm-hmm. game is now sixty three, sixty six. Ooh. Gold State. Okay. So, this um, is anybody's game. Go Celtics.
0: <laughs> go Celtics. Never thought I would say that. Um, so anyway, so the three of them uh, were at a hotel, and they went to allegedly went to the Louis Vuitton store near their hotel, and stole sunglasses, got caught, and were put on essentially house arrest in their hotel until authorities got involved uh when all this was happening um clearly Lonzo was asked about it Lonzo's like you know my family is there I don't know much about it you know like whatever LaVar is like it's not a big deal everyone's making a big deal about this um I didn't like I just I thought stealing was a big deal like people go to jail for shit like that
1: didn't wasn't wasn't there the guy not too long ago who was taken into a North Korean prison? Mm-hmm.
0: Did not come out of that alive. No. So like it it could be a totally big deal. You
1: don't steal stuff in other countries. You
0: just don't steal stuff, period. Well, Especially yeah. when you have a butt ton of money. Sure,
1: that's also a good point.
0: Which is like, come on now. Um. So anyway, so. They uh, eventually got released. Um, they arrived They arrived to the U.S., I believe, yesterday or a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a, you know, they eventually had a like with, a press.
1: With their Louis Vuitton sunglasses on? No. Oh, they didn't let them keep that? No,
0: I'm sure they didn't. Um, so essentially, um, so I knew, heard they were coming back and I was like, oh, that's, they got lucky that they were coming back because typically that's your...
1: You're when in the prison of the country. For
0: like 10 years. That, I think that's yeah, like the minimum. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Um, and, so, and so I didn't like think anything of it. And then 45 tweeted, mm. do you think that the three UCLA, UCLA players will thank me um, for their release, essentially, because otherwise they would have been in jail for like a million years or 10 years. <laughs> thank you. Um, and so eventually they did. <laughs> the three of them, one of them actually said, like, we want to thank the people Uh, in Shanghai and whatever, and we want to thank the U.S. government and President Trump for their assistance with our release. And uh, LeAngelo said that he was sorry and that he he practiced bad judgment for stealing. Again, you make so much money. His family, his mom, his dad, and LaMelo were in China for the pop-up store, that was there, that popped up mm-hmm. in Shanghai for a big baller brand.
1: Oh, is that what that means? <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. Are, are you being serious? Was that it? Serious? Wait, the
1: pop-up? Because it popped up? Yes, because it Got pops it. up. It's like a um, jack-in-the-box. Yeah. Got um,
0: it. And so eventually, you know, they said, we're grateful for the role of our Chinese hosts played and for the courtesy and professional of the local authorities. We also want to acknowledge UCLA's significant efforts on behalf of their student-athletes. Finally, want to thank the president- the White House and the US Department for their efforts towards resolution. So, what are your thoughts on all of this?
1: I'm imagining what the president was doing while hearing this.
0: He was in China when all of this was going down, too, because he was doing his Asia tour.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So. He's on the Asia tour. Mm-hmm. Or, as he calls it, the bing bong bong bing oh, tour. Yes.
0: Yeah, right. Great. Right. Um, mm-hmm.
1: The Samurai Warrior yeah. tour. Mm-hmm. Um, Things he, that
0: he said during his campaign trail.
1: I think he probably heard that and then he slipped into his favorite robe and put on some oils and music and just laid in his hotel room just caressing himself and all the good that he did today in the world. Um, I think it probably helped his ego.
0: Yeah. I mean, when I when I uh, saw his tweet, I was like, Really? You need to be thanked. Like, you're doing your effing job. Are you kidding me right now?
1: This episode was sponsored by um, the Dalla podcast. (laughs) Can I tell you one thing that he did? Go ahead. That illustrates what we're talking about here. This is not a normal human being we're talking about. I'm sure he's a
0: cyborg (laughs) anyway. So
1: when he he really appreciates... um, Praise. Praise. I don't know if we've noticed, but he... (laughs) in however it comes, when he cheated on his first wife, with his then t- she was 20 years younger than him 24 years younger than him right. his um, mistress uh-huh. uh, she I believe she was 18 at the time that and is so young. yeah oh. so he cheated on his wife it was pretty well known um, but it was still under wraps and then it came out in the press because the mistress said what's <laughs> <laughs> the headline was, best sex I've ever had well when you're 18 I don't believe that well no when you're 18 sure though Jesus Christ yeah that probably is the best sex you've had you probably, probably the only try st- more <laughs> sex you should <laughs> so this is
0: the time I'm is. asking you to be as slutty as you can and, and so, try more sex
1: and so the scandal comes out starts uh ripping through the the news waves and it's impacting his business and do you know what he said to people what In light of this scandal, Uh he's married, mind you, has a child with his wife. He's going through the office with a copy of the newspaper saying, (laughs) you see that? You see the headline? Best sex she's ever had. That's me.
0: New York Post. Marla. So Marla. Marla (laughs) Markles, who I believe becomes his wife. She does. She's his second wife. Um, Best sex I've ever had. Wow. I just don't believe that. No,
1: he flaunted the paper through the office. Jesus Christ. Aren't you, you know embarrassed, sad, or, like, gonna deny this? He's like, she do said, you hear this? Listen to my... You listen to this? My dick is magic.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> don't believe it. So oh, the I fact that he's like,
1: do you think the players will thank me? I'm like, go ahead and jerk off to that later. Jesus. That's fine.
0: For me, I think what I was more... Like, obviously, 45 being 45 is annoying. What I was more annoyed about was the nonchalant nature of Lavar, being like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And I get that he's probably really stressed out because his kid is in legal trouble in a different country. And there's not much he can do outside of like, you know, appeal to the US government and the Chinese government and things like that. But the minute he's like, it's not a big deal. I'm just like, Motherfucker, it is a big deal. Like yeah, are no, you are you actually kidding no, me?
1: No, no, no.
0: You don't think it's a big deal that's like if
1: I do think it's a big deal, but I think if you're expecting LeVar Ball to admit it's a big deal. Oh no. <laughs> no I mean way.
0: I, I of course he's not gonna admit it, but like the like for me I was just more annoyed <laughs> of his just like like it's no. not Cause even like the video, so I was just like, he's like, everyone's just making a big deal out of nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> I'm just like, it is something. He's no. freaking stole. Ma- no. He stole merchandise from Louis Vuitton, which he clearly has money for.
1: Oh no, it's not. It's like <laughs> the second that he's, sh- the second you see him sweat, that's when he loses all the franchise.
0: Oh yeah, no, clearly, I know this is all about you know. He has to keep this. It's cool about the front.
1: brand, and it's honestly the most. Per- I've been waiting for this moment, low key. Since uh, for one of them to myself November twentieth no for Lavar Ball the the um, the star the shining ball of gas right. that is Lavar Ball and the shining golden ball of gas that is forty five mm-hmm. to come into the same oh, galaxy God. Milky Way together to collide and form a supernova that of bullshit. And uh finally happened. So it's like what it ended up being was the perfect story of one getting ar- a son getting arrested in China, Lavar saying, It's not a big deal. Plan's still on track. We're gonna have three Lakers winning the championship together. Like you are delusional. And then the other guy in China saying, you know, let them go. I'll do this. You know, will they thank me? Mm-hmm. I did a really good thing. Yeah. Like do you, you think that the, do you think the players you, beat me? you both deserve each other <laughs> you both Jesus Christ
0: <laughs> uh, anywho I'm glad they're okay because it's not that's not a that's not a fun situation to, but like the, that's scary I can imagine how I could only imagine how scared they were
1: I don't know how scared uh Leangela was the I mean they other were just, two players Were probably I probably their pants. feel for them more than I feel for oh LiAngelo. yeah no
0: totally and I mean they were from what I understand they were never like in jail they were just in house arrest in their hotel so
1: that's good so was Melania <sighs> Jesus
0: <laughs> all right anywho let's get back into the game of basketball so we know what the standings are and we talked about how the Cavs recently won a game yeah which is really exciting against the New York Knicks which was a really exciting game in my opinion
1: uh, you I think objectively it was exciting. It was
0: so fun. But before even the game happened...
1: They had to get to the arena.
0: They had to get to the arena. What happened?
1: The the Cavs took the subway, the New York MTA.
0: The (laughs) The very (laughs) reliable MTA.
1: Yeah, to Madison Square Garden. So they were staying at, I don't know, the Hyatt, the Marriott, whatever. Somewhere
0: downtown, I think.
1: Downtown, but it was about a mile away from the arena, Mm -hmm. from Madison Square Garden. And the bus
0: was going to take like 40 minutes,
1: 45 right? 45-something minutes. Like, hey, it's it's New York City traffic during the sure. day. I can't. I mean, what do you want me to do? Um, I'm moving this this 50-passenger bus. And so <laughs> I believe it was Kyle Korver who proposed, you know, we can just pay 275 and take the subway <laughs> I
0: think down. they can all afford it. And I think they can all yeah,
1: afford $275. It, some players were like, yeah. And others were, uh, maybe. Yeah. And ultimately... Hey, the guy who mattered, the king. The king. Um, J.R. Smith, Schumpert, um, Kevin Loves, people, the guys who were really on it, like they took the subway to Madison Square Garden. So you got this viral video going around that LeBron posted from Interrupt uh, Uninterrupted brand. Yeah. Plus some Instagram stories from some of the other players of right. them just sitting on this MTA train car by just- themselves they are by the security. Security's there too. Right. Have, and then
0: there's other people. There's New Yorkers
1: there too. Well, no, I did, I think they cleared out the train. No,
0: car. there were New Yorkers there.
1: Okay, so there were New Yorkers then maybe I'm wrong. And no. these guys are in the car with them with their hoodies. Right. Yeah, they got their all their hoodies are up yeah. pretty much. And then just riding, they
0: just right. also Dwayne Wade was wearing like yeah, the, the shorts. There. Like I'm just like yeah. Dwayne it is cold as f right now in New York City. Why are you wearing these shorts? Well,
1: so is my jumper. It's cold as ice. So yeah. Whatever. You're right. Doesn't Ooh. matter. Ooh. <laughs> so, we came, so they come off this train, and you just see them in the subway. Uh, the the score is now Boston up by two. Just yeah. There's your update. Seventy sixty eight.
0: Okay. Anywho, continue. So
1: the they get off the train car onto the station at Thirty Fourth Street yeah. MSG. I'm just like, they're. Getting off the platform on thirty fourth street and just MSG. Kinda, yeah. You're acting like Like this is not they me. look so chill.
0: Okay, so I was more irritated at really? No, I wasn't irritated at all with the cabs. Yeah. They're doing I thought it was like really cool that they took the train, that they yeah. did their thing. I'm like I'm sure they had security and things like that too, but I'm yeah. like, cool. And we know New Yorkers. We're pretty chill you as know, far as like we don't, don't care. We like don't that. get started. Like There's a few people that I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda the other day, and I was just like, I was a little starstruck because there's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like, come on now. Right. So there was a guy that was sitting by LeBron, and LeBron was, like, taking a video or whatever and, like, like, moved it to this guy. And the guy's like, no, don't take a video of me. I'm just like, you're sitting next (laughs) to LeBron
1: James.
0: (laughs) What is wrong with you?
1: Like are, about, ki- like are you like are you kidding love, me? That's what I love about New York. There's like
0: pe- there's people sitting across from LeBron who are just like whatever, I'm listening to my music. I'm yeah. like the whole entire ass Cavs team is in front of you. They're clearly giants compared to everybody else. Why is everyone so chill in this car?
1: Because the Cavs are still trailing the Knicks in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> no, you're right, <laughs> you're, right, you're like- right. You're right. You're <laughs> right. you right. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, hey, be in this video. That's what I love about New Yorkers. It's like LeBron James, the guy who should protect his profile and like his security while he's out in public. Right. Is gonna take a video of you, and you're worried. That people who might know you are going <laughs> to see. see
0: you. If I, I was just more, ir- I think I even posted it on our in our Instagram story. Like I'm more mad at the people who are just not, like pretending that the Cavs aren't. On. It's like it's like if I was on the L in Chicago yeah. and the Chicago Bulls just like like Michael Jordan just walked in and sat. Well, what would
1: you do? What are I, we supposed to do at this? I point?
0: would. We you know what I. So you I get a picture. I one thousand percent would have gotten a picture. I would have been like, LeBron, big fan, respect you. Think you're think you're amazing. We'll never call you the goat you're bothering him. I don't give a crap.
1: Why are you doing this? He's I, just trying to get to the game.
0: He clearly is entertained by this by doing videos and things too, so he clearly doesn't care that much. Yeah,
1: but he's busy. He's he's like doing videos. I feel like Kyle Corver, I'll flirt with
0: him a little bit. You know, I'll just he's like married. I can flirt with anybody.
1: Okay. I could worker. do what I want. That's fine. <laughs> Someone's I husband's gonna fall asleep and get his thumbprint yeah. on his phone. Cause a flight to land. I know, right? This, um, is, this. I thought it was really cool that the Cavs showed um, some fiscal responsibility, yeah. some thriftiness, and saying we're all gonna chip in two seventy five. I can imagine <laughs> the reputation of cheapness that LeBron has. He's oh probably my like, god, who's am I gonna, gonna get reimbursed for this? <laughs> <laughs> for
0: this two seventy five? I wonder, like, who bought? all of them like like did they I think Cal
1: Corver probably pay I think it was his idea I don't know I don't whatever know. it was I just gotta get the, the MTA card right right they so like got had... one card and then just
0: you can only do four people four swipes at a time with one card oh really mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. I don't know
0: or if I was the MTA person I'd be like you can just go right through because our Knicks are gonna
1: crush you. The ni- no, but you know what's funny is like people think New York is a sports town. More New Yorkers are not sports fans. Oh yeah, than that's are. true. So it's like you show up with all these seven foot tall guys wearing uniforms They're like, hey, we're the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're trying to get to MSG. They're like, that's cute. You know, buy an MTA card. And yeah. There's, you know, like they really do not care. New Yorkers really would not find that interesting. Most of them, but you know, that's cool. I thought that was really neat. And then they get to the game.
0: Against mm-hmm. the Knicks. Yes, they did.
1: Porzingis' Knicks. And, I mean, that was not... The Cavs looked bad. They were down by 23 at one point. Because mm-hmm.
0: the Knicks were, like,
1: giving it to them. They were not nice to the Cavs. Nope. And, oh, oh, oh. But that game was contentious because of what happened leading up to that game. hmm In which <laughs> the reporters asked LeBron, hey... What's the, what are you really? He's, He's getting frisky. Yeah. Um. They said, uh, Lebron. You know, how do you feel about Dennis Smith Jr., the rookie for rookie point guard for the Dallas Mavericks? He's having some good games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, you wanna know what I think? I Think he should be a Nick. Should be a New York Knicks. Yep. And like, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, yeah, he was ahead of, he was ahead in the draft. They could have. I thought the Knicks were gonna take him. Then they passed on him. Mm-hmm. And. Didn't say anything more than that. Just that the organization probably missed a good opportunity. Right. And then later they asked him, "Was that a shot at the rookie point guard for the Knicks?" Or was he maybe is a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Nanakina? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, I wasn't even thinking about him. That was a shot. I mean, no disrespect to him. I was taking a shot at Phil Jackson for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent.
0: That's what I. That's what I assumed. It was more on yeah. Phil than it was on the yeah. players. At the yeah. end of the day, yeah. I mean, yeah, Frank's a good player. It's
1: fine." So anyway, the Knicks took issue with that. Yeah. And at one they point
0: they got they
1: got real it. He, LeBron did a little slam dunk and then, you know, on the way down, Frank was gonna pick up the ball, the rookie that was referred to previously, mm-hmm. and put it in bounds. But there was a little bit of a shoulder in the ribs and a little bit of a scuffle. So what
0: I saw was that LeBron came down and he just became a tree.
1: Yeah, he didn't move. He just move. did not move. He just didn't give.
0: He didn't give any way. Like He
1: didn't push nope. and he didn't back up. He's
0: like, I just want you to know I'm LeBron motherfucking James. Firmly
1: planted in these 15s.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. He was wearing his 15s. Um, so, like, it wasn't really a scuffle between him and the rookie. It was just kind of like a...
1: Frank looked scared.
0: Yeah, he, he was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna...
1: Frank looked scared, but he was also like, I don't appreciate...
0: Yeah, like why? Like the, the
1: disomy in the media. Yeah,
0: there's a little bit of that. So there's the, all of that, but I think what got exciting is that like people thought something was about to go down, and Enos Kanter <clears throat> decides to be like, "Yo, don't fuck with our rookies," <laughs> and he just ran up to LeBron and and LeBron shoved him. No, he didn't. Didn't he shove him? Well, not
1: initially. LeBron
0: shoved somebody. Yes,
1: but not initially. He did shove him, but not initially.
0: Yeah, so first it was just like a very like, are they about to make out?
1: (laughs) No, it was very romantic. Yeah, it
0: was like, (laughs) ooh, are they about to? Are they about to?
1: LeBron, as we said, was standing just still. He was a treat. And then... Enos came up, who's only like one inch taller than him, right. And comes up <laughs>
0: like chest real to chest. close. They
1: both have their arms at their sides. And he There's was like chest to th- chest. And their their cheeks are like touching each other's <laughs> cheeks. So their like mouths are near their ears. Yeah. And Enos just is just like looking off into the distance, but speaking very loudly and emphatically because right. you're like Don't you fucking talk to our rookie. (laughs) And his head's like bobbing and jerking as he's doing it. And LeBron is jawing back at him like, don't fucking get in my ear, Enos Cantor. What is wrong with you? I think he also made mention, LeBron made mention in the press conference beforehand. They asked him about Enos Cantor's comments. And Enos was like, or LeBron said, Enos Cantor. I don't know what's wrong with that dude. <laughs> you know? And so it just it just went to go to that point of like Enos is live. He is wiry, he is fiery, right. he wants to defend his teammates. So he came up on LeBron's grill. And after about like two minutes of them doing no two seconds, yeah. LeBron like pushed him to the side. Like, right. get out of my face, man.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm LeBron James. I'm the king. And he just mentioned that, like, what do you call yourself? The king, the queen, the princess, whatever. You don't mess with our rookies like that. You don't punk us like that. (laughs) And of course, LeBron's response was, uh, "I'm the king. My wife's the queen. My daughter's a princess. We got it all covered. Don't worry about it."
1: (laughs) He was like, (laughs) like, he did it so fast, and And he was he was was like, boom, 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 shots fired. Yeah, to the the commentator, he goes, he said something about blah blah blah. blah. He goes, wait, what did he say? He goes, he said. King, queen, princess, whatever you call yourself, yeah, he did not miss a beat. It was like
0: boom, boom, and I was just like, "Ooh, who's gonna win?" And then I saw LeBron's response. I'm like, "Yeah, he won." The but look in <laughs> his
1: eyes and the smirk at the corners of yeah. his mouth after he said it, and he looked at the reporter. And th- what he was saying with his eyes was, "Make sure you got that in quotes." Yeah, make sure, make sure you got and, that right. And
0: and it was for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was an exciting game though, because I think it finally an exciting game for um, the Knicks, and finally the Cavs won eventually, which is good, um, because it took it took them a while. It took them a long ass while. It, it, they
1: <laughs> needed some giddy up in their tank, and they got there. And the but game I, was eventful. They scored forty two points in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, it was wild, and and I think the bigger. Question. Well, it's not even a question. The more interesting thing is that the Knicks gave a run for their money. Like they were, they were holding them down for quite some time for the majority of the game.
1: But, but as anymore.
0: we all know, yeah. basketball is all about the fourth quarter.
1: It's all about you got to finish the game. for got minutes. It
0: is the whole entire ass game. You need to finish it. But so
1: as is always when the Cavs have a game like this, people are not asking, "Are the Knicks for real?" Yeah. No, they're asking. Are the Cavaliers any good?
0: Yeah. That's what we're asking, because what is happening with this team? So yeah, there was that. Um, and I guess the only other thing that I have on my plate... Oh, dang it. He found... <laughs> I thought he didn't find it yet. Rayleigh really has this toy that he really loves that his auntie gave him. But, uh, you know. Rayleigh, can you give it back, please? <laughs> just, t- just take it out of his mouth. Anyway, outside of, outside of that is um, Kyrie's new mask. What are your thoughts on that? No thoughts on the, on the mask?
1: Um, the mask, I'm sorry. I'm trying to come back. He is obsessed about this toy. Like, there's cocaine inside. <laughs> yes. I do not know what you gave to your dog. Um, <laughs> you can
0: ask my sister. She's the one geez, who bought it for Jeez, <laughs> it is
1: laced with methamphetamines or something. You have been craving. Um, I think his mask is good. And it black looks like...
0: mask or clear mask?
1: Here's the thing. He gave a reason why he did the clear mask. Crap. The black mask is nice because you look like Zorro. You look right. like some kind of a, a, a It wasn't hero. the most attractive, though. No, but it gives this, like, if you're facing off against Kyrie Irving and all you see is this black mask and these eyes looking <laughs> That's through kind of it. freaky. Oh, yeah. no, I'm intimidated. <laughs> yeah, totally. But they asked him, so you're going to wear the black mask, which I believe... A few years ago when LeBron had it, the league said that's not allowed. It has to be a clear mask, Mm. is what I believe. So he he wanted the black mask, but they made him go to a clear mask. For some reason, history is forgotten, so we just revisited this topic again with Kyrie. So black or clear, Kyrie said, yeah, people were saying, oh, go back to the black mask. You were killing it, scoring all these points when you had the black mask. And he said... People don't understand. (laughs) I couldn't see my peripheral vision because of the black mask. I couldn't see my teammates to pass Mm -hmm. them, to pass to them. So I had to, the basket was what I could see ahead of me. So I just did, it was was the option. Right. Um, And so he said, I'm going to go clear because I want to be able to see my teammates. And he
0: also said he doesn't like wearing it, which I can only imagine. Yeah, he took it off in this game that we're watching. Yeah, which is still anybody's game. Your nose is broken, dude. Yeah, your nose is broken.
1: Guard your face.
0: Guard your loins. All right. All of those things.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But yeah, I mean this uh this this game is exciting. So we will see how it goes. Ooh, what's going on there? Looks like uh someone's resting. You can't uh, see
1: there's a player on the bench of the Celtics with his head down and yeah, a towel. I don't know over what it, that means. And he looks miserable.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Kyrie's okay. He's okay.
1: Stop watching the game.
0: I have to stop watching the game. I need to focus. But outside of that, I don't have anything on the dribbling section. I think that is good. So let's keep it moving. All right, folks. It is time for our dope person of this week. We're going to hand it off to Alex. Who's your dope person this week?
1: Well, as the Rockets are doing very well. Yes, I'm very impressed. With where James Harden is, Mm -hmm. I checked the stats this morning, James Harden is currently leading the league in points with 30-ish a game, Mm -hmm. and leading the league in assists with around Mm 10.4 per game, and he's about to play right now on TNT, so that should be coming up soon as we uh, record this podcast, but you know, if you're having that many assists Mm -hmm. and the Rockets are doing that well, it can't be all you, you're passing to someone, right? The league leader right now in field goal efficiency
0: mm-hmm.
1: is Clint Capella.
0: Clint Capella, say more.
1: He is a center for the Houston Rockets, and he's in his fourth year currently. He was drafted in, sorry, his third year. He was drafted in 2014 in the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Clint. His, his full name is Clint Induba Capella. Mm-hmm. His uh, parents are actually from... Uh, sorry, I wasn't more prepared. Um, his parents are from Angola and the Congo. Okay. And he was born in Geneva, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. But he grew up in France. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they raised him and his brothers. Uh, his mother raised him and his brothers by herself. Strong woman. His passion as a youngster was for football, but his frame at six foot three as a 13 year old was uh, basketball ready. Okay. uh, You're 13 and you're six foot three. You're a grown ass man. So we're going to put you under a basket. Mm -hmm. So I gave him that, and um, he was spotted by European Junior Championships on a Swiss team, and he joined there as their center and then went to France. Wow. he has served uh, on the international stage, but he competes for Switzerland. Wow. He's a black man. He's very dark. I mean, and if he were in Switzerland... I've seen
0: pictures of him. Yes. I do
1: not think... I, he would stand out. Yeah, totally. Bit. So, but he's his nationality is that of the Swiss. And just a little bit more about him. Um, drafted by the Rockets in 2014. Um, after spending much of his rookie season in the D League, he became part of the Houston Rockets rotation during the 15 16 season. Mm-hmm. Um, played for the National Institute of Sport and Physical Education before he came to the Rockets. And the uh, tallest player on the Rocket, third tallest player on the Rocket team. And so leading the league right now, currently in field goal efficiency. I saw him play the other night. He looks outstanding. He's 23 years old. He's a Taurus. The guy is on top of it. So I'm just going to say Clint Capella is a rising star only in his third year, and there's much more to come from him. But that's just some quick facts about um, their leading uh, efficiency man for the Rockets.
0: That's awesome. Well-deserved. And is he playing right now? He is. Yes, he is. Um so yeah, so I think that's a great person and well deserved considering um just like the good work that Harden is doing with that team mm-hmm. too. That whole team. So that'll be fun times. So my doe person <clears throat> is none other none other than the Tracy Ellis Ross.
1: Yeah. She's lovely.
0: She's beyond lovely. Um so She recently came out with a new fashion line for JCPenney. Very affordable. Looks great on literally everybody. Um, I want to buy everything. Everyone? I I mean, it's really good clothes.
1: Blake Shelton could wear these clothes.
0: And he would look good. He wouldn't be the sexiest man alive, Mm -hmm. but he would look good. Okay. Um, But yeah, so she is obviously an incredible woman. She is the... She is the daughter of the legendary um, Diana Diana Ross. I've heard of her. um, Who, you know, we all know her um, and think very highly of her talents. Um, So the reason why I picked Tracy is because recently she uh, was honored in Glamour magazine and she did this amazing speech um, that, um, let me see if I can pull it up. Um, it's, it's a speech that proves that uh, Tracy Ellis Ross is a life coach you never knew you needed. Um, and she talks about a lot of things, but the main thing she really talks about is this idea of being 45, single and childless. And how, oh my. Um, and how she's still fulfilled regardless of all of those things. because in our society, when you're, single, when you're 45 single and ch- single and childish, Childish? Childless. There you go. Did I say ish?
1: You did insult her.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. She's not childish at all. (laughs) She's blackish. Oh, yeah. She's on (laughs) the show. And she's also on the show. There you go. Um, The speech was incredibly Mm well-written as far as, like, she said she was nervous. It was really cute. Um, And she just talks, her whole speech is, there's written versions of it as well as her video version of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things that she pointed out that was like, that resonated with me was uh, my worth gets diminished as I'm reminded that I have quote unquote failed on the marriage and carriage counts. Me, this bold, liberated, independent woman. I mean, I work out, I eat well. I mostly show up to work on time. I'm a good friend, a solid daughter, a hard worker. My credit is good. I take out the garbage before it gets smelly. I recycle and I want a golden globe. I'm killing it. Um, And I just really appreciate um, her just seeing, being very vulnerable and talking about the struggles of being a single woman in the world, and even as as someone as as accomplished as she is, um, still feels like she is missing something or that society looks at her as like, oh, that that's that's so sad. You'll find someone soon. Um, just keep hope
1: alive. Girl. Yeah, and
0: again, these are things that I've heard. Um, a lot in, in my life, it's in, especially in my 20s, my early 20s, when people are like, you need to find a man. And I clearly didn't. <laughs> and into my late 20s, you need to find a man soon before your eggs get rotten. Oh and, now, and then now that I'm 30... I'm really hoping everyone gives up on me so they don't bother me anymore. (laughs) And I've talked about this before. But um, I really appreciate someone like Tracy who is incredibly beautiful, incredibly talented. And when I look at her, I would just look at her and be like, she must be like the dopest, most confident person in the world. And she is, but she also has these things that I hear all the time. So I really appreciated her giving humanity to, Mm. to what I think a lot of women hear being single and not married or child childless mm-hmm. um i know some people who are married and and choose to not have children and people who are married and can't have children and there's a lot of you know i've definitely been in conversations with aunties and uncles who'd be like i don't understand why they never had kids i'm like have you thought that maybe they can't have kids there's that. or like and that's like really hard Already, like uh, women, already feel yeah. some kind of way about that, whether they wanted kids or not, that they now they don't even have a choice because their body yeah. is out letting them or, or whatever.
1: Financially, like having a kid doesn't make sense. Doesn't
0: make sense. Or like they themselves chose, like, this is not something that we want to do. And they're like, that's so selfish. I'm like, is it? Mm. You know, like, so it's just. In society, we've put so much on that's what is so expected of, like, a man, what is expected of a woman. Oh, and I feel like as women, we are told from the very beginning, plan your wedding. Like, I was never one of those girls who planned my wedding. I was just like, I don't know, I'll just get married if I find the right person. Oh, this should have this been, been a telltale sign for to my family that I was going to be the weird one. That's uh, going to be like, if it happens, cool. If it doesn't, Cool. Um,
1: I'm just having thoughts into society. I'm just having these guttural reactions (laughs) because I know there are weddings out there right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weddings. Mm -hmm. There are websites out there right now where you can plan your wedding before you even have have a groom.
0: Yeah, or have a partner. Yeah, totally. And so, and, and like, you know, I remember being at sleepovers or like, you know, sleepaway camps and like conferences that I went to and girls are like, so who's your crush? And like, oh my God, if you guys had a wedding, you could do this. What would be your colors? And like, who would be your bridesmaids? And I'm just like, wow.
1: Gag me. I'm vomiting. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. And it's just
0: like, and, and the thing is like, I've participated in those conversations. I've, you know, subscribed to those conversations so much of my life. And so to have someone like Tracy, to have this great clothing line that's affordable for folks at JCPenney, to have an, to be in a a show that is incredibly successful and so incredibly thoughtful in the, in the topics that they discuss Mm. and to, for her to be like, I'm 45 single and childless and I'm still dope as hell. I'm happy and I'm super happy and I'm super fulfilled and there's nothing wrong with me. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with people who are married and have all the children in the world. That's beautiful too. Right. Um, and there's nothing like what no one's your truth. yeah, exactly. No one's saying that. And I think it's just her being like, there's no one path for everybody, right? And so There's
1: eight billion people in the world.
0: Yeah. And so, for me, I'm like I look at Tracy, and I'm just really inspired by her. Her speech, like. Especially when I when I watched it, which was which was a couple of days ago, um, I had a conversation with someone that was not the most um, encouraging kind of a conversation when it came to my singleness and my thirty year old eggs and things of that nature. That's not what they said, but like that was the context mm-hmm. of the conversation, and I was like not feeling great about like my worth, even though I know what my worth is. I know what I'm. I know I'm valuable. I know what I'm. Um, I know. I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know I know my worth, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> to have someone like ever make me doubt that, and then watching this was exactly what I needed. It was exactly a season in my life that I was just like, "Thank you, Tracy, for saying that and reminding me that I'm dope as fuck."
1: Yeah, and dope so is person. she. Dope person.
0: So I just wanted to give her that shout out. She
1: is a she's a role model, right? Totally. And so we're here talking about her because of the example she sets. And she just doesn't, you know, on some scale she knows that she's a role model because she's being honored for it. Sure, totally. But, um, you know, in these little pockets and corners like uh, an apartment in Manhattan tonight and across the city tonight, we're not the only ones talking about her. Yeah. Like, her name is being circulated around because of what she represents. And that's really cool. Yeah. Um, Do you... I don't know. I don't know what I want to ask. I thought there were so many good things that you just said mm-hmm. in there, but I guess, you know, this idea that someone can live a full life without being married mm-hmm. and without having children. Do you think people are just scared of what, what is the perception in society that that's a bad thing? Where, where does that come from?
0: That not being married
1: yeah, that that's like, Adam uh, Eve. that's selfish and it's morally irreprehensible. Adam and, and Eve. Yeah.
0: I think we're taught like one of the first stories I ever learned in church was about Adam and Eve, right? Like, Adam, like God saw that Adam was not good alone, so He gave him Eve or from His rib. rib.
1: Like he had to give a rib. Yeah. And that hurts
0: i don't think it hurt like that just but keep the ribbons
1: <laughs> low. <solo, solo>. um <laughs> okay. no,
0: i it's yeah i mean there's a i think we're just we're taught at a young like all the things that we're taught at a young age of like how how are you supposed to be a boy boys don't cry how are you supposed to be a girl you're supposed to like pink you're supposed to be a princess you know when i was playing basketball and like rough and tumbling with guys like that wasn't considered normal right or considered is that what leads to happiness
1: just doing what society <laughs> what society recommends does that always lead to i, I just it's a different mindset
0: right I, mean, I think happiness is relative right and so we have to look at something to give us direction mm-hmm. and so oh i see these people are happy because they're with somebody yeah and there's so much there's there's such beauty in that right like when you find a life partner like there's there's people that I look at that I'm just like, wow, I would, that's what I want in a relationship, yeah, not for a one-off, sure. right? Like, for sure. I want the love that, that I know. That does exist. Yeah, that I know that my parents have, that I mm-hmm. want to believe that Michelle and Barack have, you know, and the, the that I look at it, I'm just like, they care about each other, they respect each other, they they love each other, they challenge each other, like there's, mm-hmm. and there's so many levels to it but mm-hmm. like at the end of the day they're each other's best friend
1: partners yeah they're, they're partners in
0: crime you yeah. know and the, there'll be moments where they're gonna fight and bicker mm-hmm. but that doesn't take away from their love and their respect for the other person. Right. There are times they're gonna say the wrong things but there's also many more times that they say the right thing yeah. to encourage them. So like is that what I would hope for everybody? Sure you know I think that's that's awesome but if you don't if that doesn't happen for you that doesn't mean that you failed right it just means you haven't found that person and it's a choice every day to wake up i i was talking to my uh, a friend of mine who is more newly like a young married couple they're two three years into their marriage she's like i choose every day to wake up and love him right and he chooses every day to wake up and love me In in, like in my ugliness in my nasty like attitudes in my good days and my bad days whatever that may be so and that's a choice and like there are days that it's easy to love a person and there are days you're like it is really hard to love you right I now. I might kill you. <laughs> I want to punch Hide the you body in. in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. I am ready to punch <laughs> you in the face. And and like I've seen it. I've seen it in my parents where I'm just like, "Oh, they're having a tough day," you yeah. know? Or like that's okay. Yeah. Um, but they choose to fight through that. And there's yeah. also those who have too many tough days and they're like, maybe this is not worth fighting. It's not healthy. Um, and it's not healthy. And you know, yes. I'd like to get married once and Keep it at that. That's like that. Well, if I do get married, that's my goal. I was but gonna
1: say. I was gonna say. I you mean, never know. In this, in our culture, it's really hard to be optimistic when half, maybe over half, of marriages end in divorce. Yeah. So.
0: Part of that I think is laziness, and part of that is selfishness, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're getting, when you are in a relationship with someone, not just marriage, but yeah. when you're in a relationship with someone, there is sacrifice that you that you have with that person, you know? Um, and But you have to figure out what those negotiable and non-negotiables are,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: hopefully they're aligned with that other person. Your values are aligned, that the timing is right, your chemistry yeah. is right, and that you guys are compatible. Those are the things to think about.
1: Well, it's interesting because there's so much literature and research out there right now mm-hmm. around this idea of singleness. Mm-hmm. It's the first time in the United States we've had this many Singles. It's just ever expanding, and around the world, it's becoming more of a thing as as we become a global society. So it's like, what is this new rise of singles, and um, why are people living like choosing to live alone? Yeah, and it's this idea that, and I think about it more as like love with a shelf life. So these people who get married and stay married for only a few years, Mm -hmm. twenty years, Mm -hmm. you know, thirty years. That's and a then, long time. A long time. And then they decide to get divorced in their 50s, 60s. Right. And people are saying, but you're so advanced in age. Right. Why would you all not stay together? And they say, you know, we're not in love anymore. And we're just kind of doing this to go through the motions. And right. Like,
0: a lot of people stay married because of the kids. Like right. Like they realize, oh, wow, their identity. They lost their identity as a couple. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, I'm a mom and a dad. And I forgot what is it to be like dating my husband and like yeah being excited to see the him. romance the ro- yeah yeah and so there's work in that like when you have kids like you should have date nights like mm-hmm. i remember growing up being like mom and dad just go do something they're like no we want to do stuff with you and i'm like oh my god you're such immigrant parents <laughs> um which is like so sweet and lovely but like but i also know that like they choose to love each other yeah. and, and they've gone through some serious stuff together mm-hmm. that like for me to if my parents ever were like we're deciding to divorce i would be like no like something, <laughs> something isn't right, you know. Like, I, like, cause that's and that's not putting them up on a pedestal, cause their relationship is by no means perfect. But, you know, it's like they, when you've gone through so much together with somebody, there's a, there's a connection that you can't, mm-hmm. like, break. Like, they have three kids, so of course they're mm-hmm. going to be connected for life. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's a choice you make every day to be like, I wake up and I choose to love you. Like in the same way that I wake up and choose to have certain friends in my life or mm-hmm. certain people in my life or certain choices that I make about my life, right? So, I mean, that's something that I've been thinking about too. Like I'm just like, what else?
1: I also think it's this idea that conformity is safe and conformity yeah. of the group validates your own life choices, mm-hmm. right? Totally. So if, if you as a person buy into the idea that what is right and what is healthy for you and for society is to get institutionally married, mm-hmm. wed legally mm-hmm. versus living together right. out of wedlock.
0: And there's also like religious reasons. There's a lot of people who are like, you know, I'm not going to live with someone unless I'm married with to them. Mm-hmm. Like there's that. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Right, like sure. There's, there's
1: no value judgments in any of this. Right. But if you decide that you're going to marry into the institution um, to go into the institution of marriage with someone, then have kids, mm-hmm. live together, have the house, have the car, do the job, and then retire. And that's the definition of success. Then that works for you. Right. And it's a pretty easy blueprint to understand for most There's people. A, yeah. But I think you know we see that nuclear family model mm-hmm. start to break down when people get outside of the scope of that and decide... Well, all that's good, but instead of having a car and a house, I think I'm going to raise my family in a metropolitan area in an apartment. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't you want to own a home? Instead of, no, I think I want to own yeah. an apartment. Yeah. Or lease it or rent it for a while, mm-hmm. and that might make sense for where someone is in their their uh, life. Or being a couple who does not have kids, right. but you're both educators, you're both teachers, right. and you work with kids You in have the like classroom. thousands of kids. Thousands of kids, yeah. and then in the summers you have off and you travel around the country. Right. And that's something that brings you both joy. I don't think that's selfish to not have children mm-hmm. because they like to be the educators for a bunch of people's kids. Right. Um, or maybe that model of a nuclear family works to a point, but then... Uh, it's the idea of not living in any one place for too long. I'm mm-hmm. going to live with my family on a boat. I'm going to homeschool my kids, and we're going to go around the world. the world. yeah. We're just going to travel from port to port and learn about society and culture. And that's what some people do. But when some people choose to be single and say, you know, the idea of having one person that I depend on. And we couple our incomes together, and right. that makes a life. If you have enough to sustain a life you want and you're happy by yourself, I think the idea of going out hunting for a partner to compliment you, if it's not truly and we this is hard like to mm-hmm. separate society's pressures and our own wants intrinsically, but if it's not within us individually to say, you know I don't really want to date." Mm-hmm. I'll speak for myself. In this time, I have been single for about eight months, mm-hmm. but I also have not dated. Mm-hmm. And I've t- I'm going on a semi-date uh, thing tomorrow. It's, it's like a it's a revisiting. Exciting. It's someone I used to date, but yeah. I'm going to see them tomorrow as a catch-up because we haven't seen each other in a while. I don't know if it is a date or not, but either way, my... my When I do a check-in with myself, it's like, okay, what do you want out of this interaction? I have zero interest in uh, anything romantic happening. Mm -hmm. And the things that I spend most of my time doing are a job, which I really love. Right. Being in a city that I really love.
0: Yeah, the city's pretty dope.
1: Going to some kick-ass art shows, Mm -hmm. meeting cool people. Hanging out with fine friends like yourself. Thanks bud. Doing a podcast, (laughs) watching the Celtics whoop up on the Warriors.
0: Which was awesome.
1: That was great. Um, (laughs)
0: Always comes back to basketball. (laughs) And
1: finding more time to read books, listen Mm -hmm. to these podcasts, um, listen to new music and artists that I haven't heard Mm -hmm. in a while. Um, freaking forgot i had a library card and renewed that and just discovered this treasure trove of like audiobooks that they have oh yeah i forgot they had audiobooks anyway my mind is in a different place and i'm not thinking about a partner but my life feels very full
0: right and there's nothing and there's that's that's i mean there's we also have very different like me and you think very similarly in our life where we are like there's so much of my life i feel very full in like there's I have I feel like I live a full life, but I, for me, being a first generation immigrant mm-hmm. kid, person, human, there are pressures that are put on me that I don't think you'll ever have. No, like, I. You'll, no. like I don't think your I'm mom and dad and are yeah. ever saying like, "Hey Al, no. when are you getting married?" <laughs> you know, not yet. Not at least they haven't said it yet, right? Yeah. Maybe they're thinking it.
1: Well, I think it comes, if they are thinking it and it does get verbalized, it happens much later than women. Right. Get, yeah. And
0: I'd be so interested to see when that happens to you, if and when that happens to you. I, I don't know. I really don't imagine your mom or dad saying that to you. But, if that, but like for me, I go home, and that's a topic of conversation with every adult. Yes. That I'm around. Right. Well, grandmother, aunt, uncle, person who I don't know, but apparently is related to mm-hmm. me, someone from church. Like, it's like everyone is asking me. People my own age are asking me these things, you know?
1: Well, that, that going, what I was saying by those examples for me was do you think it's that people in your life who are invested in that question mm-hmm. um, can't imagine a, a fulfilled life without that um, need to. We know people Mm -hmm. who need to be around people. Yes. We know people who are very scared to be alone by themselves. Right. Um, The thought of being alone is uh, petrifying. Petrifying, Yeah. Um, When you're comfortable by yourself with yourself and you love yourself, Mm -hmm. it's literally Not a, scare part- at all.
0: a partner would just be like, oh, that's cool. Like that would be, a, It'd be fine. Nice yeah.
1: to have. It's icing on the cake. Yeah. Don't take up too much of my space cuz mm-hmm. I need that space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I love this person nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so
0: And if they enhance me to be a better person mm-hmm. cuz that's what I would want in a partnership. Like I want to be who I am mm-hmm. and I want them to be who they are, but I want the two of us to be a force to be reckoned that, with.
1: that, Yeah, you're a team and you want people to know that. Like, it's Like I, it's want, a I want a Michelle front.
0: Obama situation. Yeah. Where, like, Michelle's our own person. Mm-hmm. Barack is our, his own person. Mm-hmm. But the two of them together complement each other really well.
1: Well, because they both come at it 100-100. Right. It's not is, 50-50. It's not 50-50. And some people have this mindset of, I need someone to complete me. No. That scares no. the bejesus out of me. No one should
0: complete you. When someone
1: <laughs> says that, like... And this is for me, yeah, so for me, it was, I was dating for a while, mm-hmm. and dating various people who really inspired me and I admired, mm-hmm. and then I was like, wait, how am I doing? Mm-hmm. And there were areas of my life that I didn't feel wholly settled in, mm-hmm. that I wanted to improve, so I stopped dating, and then for eight months, without thinking about it, it was totally subconscious, there was no like blueprint or plan around it, but like... Oh, let me fix this one component. Or let me work on this thing. Oh, I love being in my studio more. I Mm. love working out more. I love eating the right foods. And then you get to that point, and you're like, Oh, I feel really, really good. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm at 100. And so, you you can be open to dating. Or, if you feel good at 100, do do what makes sense for whoever. But I mean, it's different for every person. I guess I'm thinking, for those people who are not who are pressuring someone like yourself, Mm -hmm. do you think the idea of you doing what they did validates their choices in life?
0: I'm sure it does. Um, Like whenever, there's certain people who ask me those questions that I know it is purely coming from a place of concern. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want me to be an old maid. You know, they don't want me to be alone. Like they don't want me to be 70, 80 years old. Ridiculed. well it's, they're also thinking like we don't they don't want me to be old with a dog
1: mm-hmm. and
0: like i break my back and i'm like hmm. i need help you know you know what i mean like <laughs> i <laughs> know that's a
1: that's a concern but like I'm, <laughs> and i think so
0: they're they're thinking like bride you need like someone with you it's you need an insurance to, policy yeah like we want you to be taken care of I'm like i'm fine you yeah, know I, like
1: I, what if so, you slip and fall 70 years from now what are you
0: gonna do also i like bent the wrong way and, and like messed up my back a couple of weeks ago so like this is all oh. arbitrary right but i think the reality is that you know we are people are meant to i think we're we're bred to be in community mm-hmm. with with others, right, and so yeah, social um, beings like we're social beings, and so having a partner really helps with that. Like, mm-hmm. it's someone to process your day with, your life with, you know, and mm-hmm. like talk about things, like you know, be angry with, be, have love with, sex. Like, it's spiritual, body, body, mind, and spirit. Right, mm-hmm. all of those things. Um, so, I think when people are concerned, I think there's a piece of it is validating their own choices, but I think another piece of it is also some of it is like they genuinely like this is what they know and yeah. so this is what they're like i'm concerned because i know that you should be thinking about being with somebody so this mm-hmm. is what i'm telling you as someone who cares for you yeah. there's certain people who say that like when my mom or dad say that i know they, they're not saying that to be like you're worthless and you, yeah. you haven't succeeded in life they're for saying sure. that because like they want to we see care. me happy there's yeah. so much care there's others i just know they're just nosy as hell so that's a different story oh yeah
1: that that needs to go away yeah
0: but I think the other thing is, like, I don't know if people know any different, right? And you like, when, when you yeah. think about, like, the people in my community that I grew up with and mm-hmm. in my family, everyone's married. Yeah. There's no one in my family that's divorced.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's people in my family that have probably bad marriages, like extended families. Right. But, like, for the most part, everyone seems to be happy. There's, you know, mm-hmm. in the outside, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, um, I can only speak for what I what I see in my parents' relationship, but even even then behind closed doors they could be struggling with things that I don't know about. Yeah, sure. Um so I think when you only have seen people be married mm-hmm. at by 25
1: yeah.
0: women and you're 30 and it doesn't look like you're getting married anytime soon and all your younger cousins are getting married, like it gets kind of people are like stressed out. And think that your parents are all depressed, and I'm like, my parents are just fine. <laughs> like yeah. they they are they are golden.
1: Yeah, they um, seem like very happy people all the time. Yeah,
0: and so, but it's just it's I think when you just don't know any better mm-hmm. that you just think this is what you like. It's this same thing back coming like, me back to Tracy. That's what you said. Like it's been told to us. This is what we're supposed to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm going against the grain. There's nothing wrong with going against no. what it
1: affects no one.
0: Right. It, Exce- it, except, for, except for, like, your feelings about it. Yeah. It's and just so, that. and I think when you think about it that way, it's, it's uncomfortable to see someone that you care about doing something different. It's mm-hmm. the same way as, like, it's uncomfortable when someone comes out, mm-hmm. you know, of their, and, like, talks about their sexuality, and you're like, well, you're not heterosexual? Like, that, what do you mean you don't like girls? Mm-hmm. You know, and then just, like, and it takes some time to adjust to that potentially mm-hmm. oh, yeah. right like okay. all of us had to unlearn that
1: constructs and this
0: construct of like society. love and affection only comes this in this mm-hmm.
1: binary. binary
0: way and that gender is only binary and like all these yeah. different things and how much yeah. did we have to unlearn that right that's So true and so now we're thinking about now how does relationships look like if we if we want to dive into like polyamory and open relationships and things like that that's a whole nother thing that i don't totally mm-hmm. understand but i know it works for people so do it won't work for me but i know it works for people you know yeah. and so but i need to know myself to know what works for me and what doesn't work for me and i find out that a lot of people get married at a very young age not knowing who they are and then they try to figure out who they are with another person and that becomes really oh, complicated God, that's so messy <clears throat> and it's unless you're able to dance with that together you know yeah. like my parents got married in their late 20s Mm-hmm. and I'm glad they did because I think that's why they're good for each other because they both know who they were before they got together. Yeah, And, of course, you still need to learn who you are with another person involved because I think
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's normal.
1: Yeah, you get right. to bounce off your, uh, your emotions, your mm-hmm. idiosyncrasies, your right. ideas with someone who gets to watch you develop over time in mm-hmm. real space. And yeah. like, okay, I can see how I'm being perceived. Right. This is back and forth exchange. Right.
0: And there's a trust, right? Like, when you tell me, <coughs> if you're my partner and you're like, Bri, ugh, like this is this is mm-hmm. something about you that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. There's a trust in you that I have of like, oh, this is my partner and he's telling me these mm-hmm. things. And he's not saying this just to be malicious. He's saying this- They
1: want what's best for you. They
0: want what's best for me. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and so like, but that takes time to get there. It for takes sure. getting to know someone, all these different things. And sometimes you, you find that in a person and- Sometimes you find that and you date them for a while and they give you, that you learn a lot from them, they learn a lot from you, mm-hmm. and you get married and have kids and that's wonderful. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you find that in a person and you just realize this was, there was a reason and a season for this relationship and mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. Um, and that's fine too.
1: There's so many wonderful people in the world. I mean, it's hard to limit. Some people really believe that monogamy is a thing for people i mm-hmm. do not it's mm-hmm. not i mean i'm not saying i could go into an open relationship i might struggle with that emotionally mm-hmm. and time-wise it's just hard to have yeah that many people on your docket too much, brain docket. <laughs> too much can barely brain juggle one um but it's it's some people feel like humans are wired to be monogamous and mm-hmm. i mean science will tell you we are not like right. it's an institutional imposition mm-hmm. for sure we're not penguins We're not walking around like this, like or
0: lobsters,
1: or lobsters. Yeah, no, that's a that's a biological wiring that we don't have, but I think it's it's a a,
0: choice to be monogamous. You have to choose every day to be monogamous.
1: I think in terms of where we are today with social media, it's changed so much of the landscape of what Mm -hmm. relationships look like. I mean, besides dating apps, which just just throw variety in your face. Mm -hmm. So you're always playing it's like being at the slot machine. It's right. like pulling the slots and waiting for a new combination of numbers to come up. Oh right. this body type, this mm-hmm. background, this age, this mm-hmm. whatever. Like it's it's just like gambling at the casino with social media at your fingertips. But this idea that is almost new, it gets more expansive with every generation, I think. But mm-hmm. this we admire so much in pride society on mm-hmm. living unconventional authentic lives mm-hmm. people who are heroes people who go against the grain people who challenge society like we make movies out of these people we write novels out of these people but when someone actually tries to do it in their own way mm-hmm. society is quick to tell them to you know right. do what we're doing yeah don't don't you're, go out you're there going, you're going too far and so this idea of like a portfolio of your life mm-hmm. is a new or concept with every generation. I feel like yeah. this idea of having a priority Everything documented. Yeah. Like people will prioritize, well, not just documentation, but just like, what is the quality of your life as a total mm. experience? And so some people really prioritize. This is personally how I look at my life is a building of portfolio. Right. I'm putting together a collection of experiences, interactions, friendships, um, things that I've done, and when I look back on it, I want to be proud of everything. Yeah. Now, marriage and relationships could totally be part of that. I right. don't know what could happen, but um, if it's not, some people really p- place the marriage at the top of the priority list. For me, it, it comes down on that list under the umbrella of living an artful life, mm-hmm. like composing a portfolio of your life that's something of, color and variety right. and experiences. Right. It's, I mean, it's it's really safe to say, okay, I got to really prioritize finding someone because that quote unquote completes me. Mm-hmm. I got to have this job. I got to have this car. Once I have all of that, I'll be set. I'll watch my 72-inch big screen TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch football games and I'll eat food and buy stuff and my house will be filled with stuff mm-hmm. and I did the American dream. Right. But there's nothing wrong with that if that makes is totally, you happy, and that's great. totally fine because for generations that has worked. and It's security, like yeah. it ensures that the security security <laughs> that the uh, that the civilization will progress, the people right. will continue to go on, we will continue to have a capitalist society that consumes things, and the stock market will continue to uh, be our nest egg. Right, you know that's that's safe as a whole. But then we make these movies of people like a Picasso, a Pollock. Um you know, the the vigilantes and the the characters like a Batman and mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne. People love superheroes, but Bruce Wayne never married anybody and he, was he just
0: very troubled actually with all of his relationships. A lot of demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His
1: relationships ended. ended. Which is <laughs>
0: why he's my favorite superhero. I like him. That's look. why my dog's name is Wrigley Wayne for Bruce Wayne. Do you know do you know that?
1: No, I thought it was named after, um, oh no, I'm thinking of, um, no, Peyton. No. no, Peyton. Peyton. Um, Peyton Manning? Manning. No, 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 no. Walter Peyton. Sorry, oh, no. I was no. I mixed the Walter and the Peyton to mm-hmm. Wayne. Yeah. Put yeah, the yeah it, no. Sorry, because he was Chicago Bear. Yeah. No. Never no, mind. That would have been Didn't another. put that together. Yeah. So he, I like him because of the tool belt <laughs> and the car and the plane and the back cave.
0: I just like all his toys. And and I love that he's dark inside. (laughs) He's just dark inside. This explains
1: so much about (laughs) me.
0: I like, you know, I like bad things, apparently, for me.
1: You're going to get a bat tattoo tomorrow. Oh, God, Uh, no. (laughs) He's he's up. But that's the thing about his character is, like, he didn't have relationships that were successful. No. But his life was built on service uh, to the society. And he was just, at nighttime, no one needed him to, I mean, honestly, think about this. People love the idea of Batman, but would you want to be Batman's partner? Nope. (laughs) Hey, honey, come to bed. Sorry, I got to put on this suit and go out and beat up bad guys. I'd be be
0: like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, why?
1: But it's this internal thing that he needed to do. Right. People think of people uh, who, I don't know, people like Superman. Mm -hmm. He longed after Lois Lane, but nothing ever worked out. Um, None of our heroes really had partners. So then we look at... We look at these romantic characters who never settled down. They just went out and fought against injustice and Mm -hmm. did what they thought their desires and passions told them to do and guided them to do. So, I mean, just people get really scared when they watch someone go out there on their own. But I would say let people take those risks and make those mistakes. Like, it's their life.
0: Right. And I think, you know, if you have guidance and advice, I think that's important to share that. But share it if they're asking for it. Yeah. Not, not when.
1: Didn't say I was looking. Yeah. Didn't say I was asking. Yeah.
0: And there's some people that like, if, my, if I were to find a partner in life and he and I mm-hmm. get married and all these wonderful things, and if his parents had advice to give us, mm-hmm. I would take it. If my parents had advice yeah. to give us, I would take it. Because um, I trust, I would trust them, hopefully. Ho- hopefully you
1: know? your parents-in-law would be good people.
0: I would hope so. Yeah. I would imagine that I...
1: That doesn't always come It doesn't always happen. Together.
0: Yeah, but, you know. Um, but, it, again, it's yeah. it's much more complicated. I'm
1: painting this like a bleak picture of marriage, but I just want to say... Uh, I'm just putting it that way because I think it's really important to be cautious of prescribing a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm. for happiness to people. Yeah, which but, is exactly
0: what Tracy Ellis Ross was saying. Like, yeah. that, that that's... It's impossible for us to think that way.
1: But if I ever find someone and I come across a woman in my life who excites me and gives me um, new ways of seeing the world and, and lifts me up and, and also I bring her some level of yeah. joy. It shouldn't this just shared, be one way. It's yeah, both. Yeah. There's this shared compatibility that has a strong partnership and a force to be reckoned with, like you said. Um, then, hey, I mean, Let's that could be a lifetime of joy. Yeah. It could work out to everyone's benefit and happily ever after, end of story.
0: I'd be the first one cheering you on. Yeah, <laughs> that'd
1: be great. But I mean, you know, but it, love has a shelf life and we we can bank and put all the chips on the table for the, the one and only someone. But um, if it doesn't work out, that chapter closes and another one begins and, you know, we just move forward. That's right. what life is, is like a series of opportunities, challenges, and what comes out of those. Yeah. So... It's the art of life. The art the, of life. The portfolio that we build.
0: Yep. All right. Great,
1: dope person.
0: I know, it made us think about some, some heavy things. Well, it's not heavy, it's some life things that we all, we all may encounter. Yeah, so, hey, man. It was a lovely 23rd episode of, of Dabblin' Dribblin'. Yeah. Make sure you follow us, subscribe to us, tell us how we're doing. Um, And we'll catch you next week. Catch you later.
1: See ya.